Ladies and gentlemen, this is not the experts. I am Titus. That is Levi. Welcome to another Monday edition. You know what I'm saying? We talked to you last week. You didn't hear it because things got mixed, messed up. Yeah. And then <laughs> one of us got, by the time the, uh, it was ready to upload, one of us got vaccinated and was not able to upload anything because oh. your boy was going through it. Ah, uh, so it hit you, that it second hit. dose. Oh, oh, it hit, hit, it hit. Yeah. So, like, let's see, I got it Friday morning, right? And, you know, it was cool, whatever. I was like, all right, this isn't too bad. And then by, like, midnight, I'm like, right, I should go eat something. Because, you know, I, I have I worked the night before, so I was on an overnight schedule. So yeah. I should go eat something. And by the time I was ready to stand up, my body hit with that Lee Corso, not so fast, my friend. And, boy, mm-hmm. it was over with. Yeah. It was done. I said, oh, there it is. There's all of it. <laughs> it is here. See, I was yeah, going to lot. I couldn't sleep for two nights. Like my body hurt so bad, bro. I had what's crazy is the aches didn't come till after I had slept overtime. I said maybe this is a sleep thing. I'm like, oh no, this is probably that. Yeah, mm, yeah. I like aches. I, I mainly got chills. I had ch- all the chills and fever stuff. That's what that's what came to my life. That was oh, okay. You see, mine was yeah. more of. It's weird how it hits people differently, but mine right. was all body aches um i mean right. it was just really uncomfortable like i said i could not sleep for two nights just because a yeah. different part of my body was just in searing pain and then yeah like fatigue but it was just man, yeah. i just wanted to I lay down all tired. day yeah i was mad sorry i got a lot of sleeping i got a lot of sleeping and i think i lost taste for a little bit that was the other weird thing yeah because i was eating a bacon egg and cheese and it didn't taste good bro it was mm-hmm. like and I know it was good. You know, I know it was good because my mom made it. Mom's a good sandwich maker. <laughs> so I was very confused as to why I didn't like it. I was, it was like yeah. food. I'm like, I don't even, I can't even eat the rest of this. Like nothing what, looked good, nothing tasted good. I was just it's like, is that's what's really weird about actual it? Actual COVID? Was yeah, like, exactly. Real COVID? Is because my taste gone forever? <laughs> an MR in a vaccine that isn't shooting actual COVID into you, but yet everybody who gets symptoms, they're COVID symptoms. <laughs> so it's really weird. Yeah. It was horrendous, but yeah, it was a bad, it was a bad couple of days. And then because I'm so smart um, and, you know, I'm focused on the gains, bro. Uh, I went to the gym today because I got a Friday, so, you know, Sunday was every day. I went to the gym mm-hmm. uh, today, but I didn't think about it being chest and arm day. So like the arm I got the shot in did not appreciate that at all. Mm-hmm. Like it's still very upset about that. Yeah, I, like, I thought I thought we were past this already, but apparently we weren't. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry that I rushed things. <laughs> so yeah, now I'm dealing with that that arm right there, arm right there being uh, difficult yeah. for no reason. But yeah, it was fun, fun weekend though. But yeah. I'm glad I got it done. And now it was you know hopefully you don't have to get another one. Yeah, you know what I'm saying yeah, yeah, hopefully for real. Yeah, how was your weekend? My weekend was straight. Was straight. That's good. That's good. Yeah. I'm trying to think of what I did this weekend and can't think of Word. anything. Yeah. 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 I don't even remember. My I might cut this. <laughs> but yeah, um we got movie reviews coming at the end of this episode, y'all. So y'all be excited for that. Spoiler alert. A lot of movie talk. Yes, full spoilers, full spoiler reviews. Yeah. We're gonna ascertain some things. See, we we entertained. Yeah, and Space Jam. (laughs) Yes, a new legacy. New legacy. Space Jam, a new legacy. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. A Warner Brothers commercial. Yes. Um. (laughs) We got what's going on in the sports world, man. A lot of things, sort of. 
Uh, let's see. I'm trying to think. Um, Tom Brady in the MCL. So apparently had a partially torn MCL the entire season. Is that fact or cap, Titus? I feel like everything about Tom Brady is cap at this point. Mm. Like he is mm. a cap. He is a capologist at this mm-hmm. point. Honestly, just adding to the mythos for no reason. Like mm-hmm. it's it's June. It's July, bro. Why are we still hearing about your last season? Yeah. Like it's like he always has to add some. That's probably he didn't mm-hmm. miss the fact he was a six round pick again. That's why he didn't bring that yeah. back up for the thirty fifth time. Yeah. But a report came out that this could actually be a problem for the Bucks because if they have hit that injury the whole year, that's kind of against the rules. Yeah, but apparently the that. Bucks didn't know about it. So just Tom Brady and his his private uh and not yeah, doctor friend knew about it. Doctor Ger- Doctor Guerrero, they kept it on the hush hush. Apparently, he can't even get it. He that man can't even get to an MRI machine. <laughs> I, this is nothing torn. Yeah, I think this is definitely Probably. a LeBron three rims moment for sure for uh, Tom Brady. <laughs> Yo, you know what's so funny about that? I was watching, uh, as you mentioned that, I was watching one of those random NBA compilations today. Mm-hmm. I forgot what moment. It was like, I guess, uh, crowd crowd uh, moments or whatever. I was shutting up the crowd moments, something like that. And it had that LeBron moment. And then I thought of, I forgot about him doing the, can't see. Like, as soon as yeah. he made the shot. <laughs> Three rims. God, that was so funny. Go for the middle. Yeah, that was... Yeah, that, yeah. LeBron and Brady love that. They love the building their mythology. Oh, thing. they love it. Yeah. It's so great. Nobody loves it, them more than them. No, no. Yeah. It's like all the greats have this habit. Mm-hmm. And it's Jordan's fault. Like, Jordan had a, I mean, we all call it a Bulls documentary. That was a Jordan commercial mm. featuring the rest of the Chicago Bulls. Yeah. Yeah. It for sure <laughs> like, was. That was for sure. Like they all have this. These documentaries are gonna be so ridiculous in the future, but oh yeah. my god. Oh, they are. I'm over they are. I'm over all of it at this point. Yeah. I feel like the only one that might be a team documentary will be the Warriors one. That'll actually be a team documentary. Yeah, that will be. That will like be. that one will be it'll be pretty together. Yeah. Dude, yeah. I just want to hear I mean, Clay I mean, Clay Thompson stories. Have you seen his Instagram <laughs> with him on his boat? No. He is wild, he's on a boat all the time. And being on Instagram live and just I've saying actually, stuff. Yeah, now that you say that, yeah, I have seen a couple of those. He does Clay, enjoy his Clay lives life. life. Clay lives life, and yeah. I appreciate that. Does Clay have a Salt Life sticker on the back of his car? Because yes, yeah. for that I, Salt I fully Life. Believe that. Yeah, yeah, I fully believe that. Yeah, for yeah. sure. All right. Well, um, I guess moving on from NFL, or no, moving on next into the NFL. Mm-hmm. Melvin Ingram. Signed with the Pittsburgh Steelers today. He did. And he did. I didn't know this, but I learned today that the Steelers led the NFL the past four years in sacks. And it mm-hmm. looks like they're just stacking up with Watt and who's on their other side or was. I forgot. Hold I on. Forgot we can get, I'm, a, I'm a live call a Steelers fan. See if he answered the phone, actually. Josh. Yeah. Yeah. I want to know his opinion. Obi's not with the new baby, and I wait, and I make mm. the baby start crying. Oh well, this is important. What's up, man? Hello. Hey, we're live hey. on the show. And we're talking about the Steelers, and we got confused. We couldn't remember who's on your defensive line. So, oh, I don't know who's on the defensive line. <laughs> T.J. White, and we forgot the other name. <laughs> well, he's an outside linebacker, technically. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you got Cam Hayward and Stephon Tuart of the two DFs. Cam is. Hayward is who I was um, trying to think of. Let me see who. 
our defensive tackle technically is. How do you feel about the Melvin Ingram signing? I like it because, right, I mean, it was going to be Watt and Alex Highsmith, and this just gives us some depth behind Highsmith Mm. and Watt, I guess. And I guess Uh, I was reading something. L.A. moved him around a lot last year. Oh, really? So, like, he rushed from the inside a bit and all that. So, I like it a lot. I mean, one year doesn't hurt anything. Word. Levi. Um, Tyson Alalu, that's right. He oh, okay, resigned. okay, yeah. He, he was going to leave and then re-signed. Mm-hmm. Mm. That makes sense. Um, Josh, I have a question. Is... I can't hear you, Levi. Are you muted? No, I'm not muted. Oh, hold on. How about just relay just relay the message? I had to fix my audio. I disconnected oh, my headphones yeah. to try and hear. <laughs> and now I can't hear. <laughs> this is good though. But yeah, just thought I'd live call you. Oh, that's not what happened. I, why does it why would see stuff be connecting the audio to my microphone? That's just that's just weird. I was gonna say you could relay the message if you want. Can you hear yeah. me now? No, yeah, I can no, yeah, we hear you. Okay. Does is Melvin Ingram is this the fourth monster truck tire? Um, to fully compensate for, you know, Ben Roethlisberger, is this? Are y'all going to be able to get over the hump with this now? I, I don't know. Apparently, Ben seems good this offseason. Mm. I guess he lost weight, which is nice because he's he's a big boy. And I guess the reports are saying that his arm feels stronger than last year because mm. last year was a mess. But yeah, so like we're we're just kind of praying. That's mm. real. But the offensive line has to somehow hold up. Oh yeah, that's a that's a thing. Oh yeah, that that's was, a real thing. I forgot that's about that. Problem. That's a real issue this year. Yeah, that's a real issue this year. <laughs> Which is weird. Guard converted to center. Looking at the depth chart, he's projected to start. Oh dear God! Which is fun because like apparently he looks up to like Pouncey and all that, so he loved it. And wore number fifty three because of Pounce. Like he's wearing fifty three because of Pouncey, and he's just apparently mean. So I like that, but at the same time, like I remember what happened when other centers had to play and couldn't snap the ball, and that does worry me. Those were dark days. Those are very dark days. Yeah, those are very dark days. But I mean, the Steelers could be a defensive-led team this year. I, I think they're gonna be again because most of the defense is still there. They yeah. lost uh, at least Stephen Nelson and Mike Hilton. Mike Hilton's a big one. But you got Minka, and that's all that matters. We do have Minka. That's yeah. all that matters. Minka, Hayden's back. Hopefully, Cam Sutton will play on the outside well. And Rami, how many? From there. Rami, how many picks did he get Minka again? Uh, three. Yeah. I have another question. Something else. Yeah. Good old Harry Roseman couldn't do that. Nope. <sighs> sure couldn't. Oh God. Levi has another question. This is a very. This is a very old question that should have been asked months ago, but what was the thinking behind picking Najee Harris in the first round when you got to address your offensive line? I I think they think he's Le'Veon Bell. Mm. I think that's the idea, but Le'Veon Bell had like four all pros blocking for him. So that certainly helped. Le'Veon was very good, but he also had great blocking. I like Najee the player. I don't necessarily like the pick. And I hope the offensive line clicks because if not, it's going to be bad. Oh, that's such a waste of a pick if the offensive line doesn't work. And that's why I thought there was too much on the offensive line to try to address that just didn't make it feel like it was worth it. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I'm I'm just looking out for the health of my boy Najee. All right. I don't want y'all 
breaking his ankles in his rookie Benny, season. That's time for Benny Snell football. <laughs> Benny, I do love me some Benny Snell. I'm not going to lie. I, I, yeah. love I love him because of his mouthpiece, how it's got the spinner on it. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, he's very, a great mouthpiece. Very unique. But I mean, look, Najee Harris, you know, James Conner, Benny Snell, that's a, it's a trio right there. Plus, yeah. old school football. Conner's in, Connor's in Arizona. Mm. What? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What did that happen? No, if we still had James Conner, that would have made the Najee Harris perk way worse. I thought I thought they was had him for security in case James Conner was no, like, no, sorry. I would, have, I would have rioted if we kept Conner and took Najee Harris. No, uh, yeah, he left in sign a one-year deal with Arizona. So it's I missed Harris, that whole Snell, thing. and Anthony, Anthony McFarland. I paid so little attention to football. I missed that entire situation. That's crazy. It Not was it was late. It wasn't. Oh, okay, okay. Was, it was it was one of yeah, those. Yeah, it wasn't like, in okay. like the initial flurry. Yeah, that makes sense then. Let's see. I feel I less terrible about it. Sign. Um. When did? It, uh, how do you not have the date that he signed on the article? That is that is a terrible article. It's a terrible way to do it. That spot track isn't going to have it. Nah. Um. Okay, it was in April. Oh, okay. I definitely. I think I was still high so on Devontae. Right draft time. I think I was still high on Devontae Smith in April. Yeah. So I didn't. Makes sense. I didn't notice anything else that happened except for <laughs> once that happened. I didn't notice anything. <laughs> like got a receiver. <laughs> uh, before I let you go and live your family life or play more Madden, whatever one you're doing, probably both. Um, I have two Braves fans here. Are you guys have any, anything y'all need y'all like to say about the Braves? Any comments. What, what's there to Thoughts? say? <laughs> Um, I mean, if I have to say get more bullpen help one more time, I might kill over. So I'm not going to say it. So we'll say go get Joey Gallo instead. Mm, I like it. Just did put more guys, bats in there. Did you guys like the Steven? Is it Vo- Voigt? How do you say it? I, he's, he's a bench bat. I yeah. literally. Oh, okay. I, I cannot form an opinion on it. Understood. The good, I mean, I like the Jack Peterson move because that's at least just a guy who can is going to hit lead off. I know his name. Not kill you. I know his yeah, name. It's a good pickup. I like. He played for the Dodgers, right? Dodgers player. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I knew his. I knew him. I knew his team. I Dodgers, know and then he signed a one-year deal with the Cubs with a mm. uh, mutual option for next year. Mm. So technically, the Braves could keep him for next year if they wanted to. Okay. Okay. And they gave up a twenty. Four twenty-five-year-old in a ball. So, oh, that doesn't count. That means that yeah. And for for vote, I think they you know the guy I never heard of. I think he's a twenty-five-year-old who's still in like the complex league, which is like rookie rookie ball. Mm-hmm. The complex league. So, that's what they call it. Yeah, they renamed so like the Florida Gulf Coast League yeah. and all that. They renamed to the complex leagues. Now. Okay, interesting. Interesting. So same idea, just different just a name. different name. Yeah, understood. Understood. Is and, that a- um, I saw a Brian Snicker press conference yes the other day. Mm-hmm. And I saw the highlight of him saying nothing for like 45 seconds, and I get it. Uh, I yeah. understand why you all hate him so much. It's. I, I wish he still had the DH. It helped last year. It mm-hmm. helped him out. Yeah. yeah. And good relievers also made him look better. Yeah. Whereas mm-hmm. bad relievers now will make him look bad. Mm-hmm. He seems very confused. Seems like a confused man sometimes. He, he can be. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> thank you, Josh, for this guest appearance. It made me very happy. I miss you. Thank you for guys. Thank you guys for having me on. Absolutely. Thank miss you, you, Josh. I was, I was like, I knew, I knew I had to answer the phone. I'm like, okay, Titus is calling me at like eight forty-five. Either something terrible has happened, <laughs> or it's some sort of like sports question that almost like needs answered right away. Exactly. See, you know me so well. You understand. Exactly. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right you, take it easy. All right.
it, it's it's cute to see his love for Ben Roethlisberger, <laughs> him holding on to that hope. Yeah, I think it's like partially hope and partially it's just, I mean, I have, what other options does he have, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's that, or, I mean, he's seen so many other quarterbacks that they've picked who are all terrible. Mm-hmm. It's like, what other, <laughs> what other belief can you have at this point? <laughs> it, it's so yeah. weird. The Steelers are really weird because they're really good at drafting and they're really good at developing talent, but at the same time, they're really good at, not addressing the primary positions that need to be addressed. <laughs> Look, man, when they get a young quarterback in there, they're going to be set. Like they're, they're, a young, good quarterback, everything you quarterback need. yeah. Yeah, <laughs> they got everything they need. But the problem is they're never good enough to, like, fall down to get a good quarterback, right? They're never bad enough to fall down in the draft to get a good quarterback. Yeah. Like, they're always a little too far. Like, they were a little too high this year to get any of the guys. And none of the um, QBs got slandered enough to fall to them. Mm-hmm. You know, the, uh, the um, I'm forgetting everyone. Justin Fields, God, the Justin Fields slander didn't go far enough to mm-hmm. have him fall, drop to Pittsburgh. <laughs> it didn't yeah. it went far. We didn't go that far. You know, they couldn't they couldn't keep it. They should go get Jordan Love or something. I don't know. <laughs> they could. They could. Wisdom the best. I wish them the best. But yeah, that's your Steelers report, guys. Featuring yeah. Josh Berry. You always makes me happy when Josh is on the show. Josh is not yeah, the expert gang. Josh is definitely like not the expert member. He's just. Not officially, but he's not the oh, expert for sure. For sure, for sure. <laughs> All right, moving yeah. on. Um, out of the NFL, I guess we'll go into basketball. So two different um Olympic things. Number one, Bradley Beal, K Love officially out, and we substituted him with <laughs> JaVale McGee, the legend, JaVale McGee. And Kelly Yo, Johnson. If Chevelle gets a gold medal, put him in the Hall of Fame. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. Well, I know they're two rings and a gold. Throw I know they're there. totally two different positions, but Trey Young definitely got to be pissed, bro. I'm mad, bro. I'm I'm mad for him. If I see Javale McGee and Keldon Johnson got called before I did, but I think Keldon Johnson was on the select team, which I think is why he got called up because he was on the select team already. Um, I thought it was yeah. just the uh, pop Spurs connection. Yeah, I think not. Nah, he was on. He was on the select. I appreciate that's why he called up. But I understand Trey Young thing. But also, bro, did they not have enough scoring guards as is? Yeah, they did do. they not? They do because they had Dame and Zach Levine's also in health health protocols now. Yeah. Too. So. So that's the possible um, uh, fallout. Are we gonna win? Are we gonna win bronze at this point? So. Can yeah, that that goes along with the second thing that I want to talk about. This isn't a headline, but it's something that yeah. we did not address in our last pod when we were talking about the Olympics. Um, what are we? Oh, yeah. and three now, something like that. No, they exhibition? they beat Argentina. They beat Argentina. Oh, they oh they did beat Argentina. Yeah, they beat Argentina. Also, yeah, yeah. who Australia, Nigeria, Australia, Nigeria. Yeah, I think so. I don't know if okay. they played another one since then, but yeah. So I didn't watch any of those games, and that's why I didn't even think to bring this up, but I mean, I'm so glad uh, we'll be a lot better off in the future in these international games and a lot more dominant. If we actually make these rule changes, the NBA is talking about how not giving these uh, BS jump into the defender fouls. Cause that's, yeah. I mean, that's how we're losing is we're trying to get away with the NBA fouls and FIBA is not having it. 
Yeah, I think it's that. And Nigeria made 23s on that, put 23s on the head. Yeah, that's true, too. That but when I saw <laughs> but yeah. the highlights, I mean, there was... Uh, yeah, the highlights that with all all NBA players on the ground looking at the rest and the rest being like, you going to get up? Yeah, or, exactly. What's your game plan today? What's your plan for today? <laughs> well, I want to know, what do you think? Because I know you're not really a fan of the BS calls, but I feel like you're not somebody who likes the FIBA rules either or the FIBA. Uh, see, I don't know. I feel like everybody's infatuated with the FIBA rules because of how they look right now, but I don't know enough about the FIBA rules to know how much they would affect the actual basketball. Yes, yeah, so I'm trying to withhold judgment, but I'm yeah. all for please change the NBA rules. I'm sick of this. Yeah. I'm, you know what I'm really, you know what the other thing I'm sick of besides the, the weak shooting fouls? It's the, I'm dribbling up the court. I'm going to put my butt out and run into this dude yes. and get a foul call. Yeah. Like, no, nah, you just fell down. It was, like, yeah. it was like, you lost your balance there, bro. Yeah. You can't <laughs> do that like, because was, you're literally no. changing your path into the defender. So I don't right. know why they've been calling that anyways. Like that shouldn't not so even much. be a call in the first it's place. It's so terrible, bro. I, I can get by the whole like, jumping into the defender and all that is being yeah, called. I, I never understood that because you're literally going out of your way to go into the right. path of the defender. What are they supposed to do? Stop on a dime? Right. That's what yeah. I'm saying. Like, yeah, I'm just trying. I'm trying to go down the court. The, the plate. I'm trying to beat a defender at some point, and you was gonna run into me, and now we both on the ground, and and I got foul. I get extra foul. Like I hate that so much. So yeah, that's what yeah. I really hate. So yeah, I'm looking forward to some rule changes. Are, like, are those to, proposed rule changes actually legit, or is that something that's just floating around? In Twitter no, they said the NBA explicitly said they're gonna address the 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 shooting foul stuff this off season. Now is that something that's gonna have to be agreed upon though, right, between them and the players? The I think it's just the rules committee. Sweet. I think that's how that works. I think I was that's how say, work, yeah. none of those players are voting for that, bro. <laughs> none, none of them, bro. Yeah, and it's so. What's good about it is that, like, man, the frustrating thing is these players are so good they don't need that stuff, bro. Like they don't. Like you look at James Harden play basketball with that when he's not foul hunting, it's beautiful. Yeah, and it's fun. It is. He's, he's strong. Yeah. He's super strong. It's like, okay, I can get wherever I want on this court. You know what I'm saying? And I love yeah. watching it. I love it. But when he's out there, when they're out there trying to just bait fouls, and I'm, I'm looking forward to watching games at the end not be foul baiting contests where it's like, yeah. oh, I'm a pump fake. Let me jump into you. Oh, I didn't mm-hmm. get a call. Hey, man, why didn't you call the foul? Because mm-hmm. you, you're you not getting that call. That's it. Yeah. Um, I'm good with the fouls. I'm good, I'm good with landing spot fouls, Stan, right? I understand you want to keep guys in the landing space. Oh, yeah. But not, not, not these you jumping forward yes. and landing yes. on the defender. And yeah. your leg kicks out in a way it doesn't kick. Mm-hmm. And now, you know, what I'm saying you kick me foul. Like no, no. Yeah. But yeah, I'm looking. I, I am looking forward to the rule change. I have enjoyed. I will say I don't like. I don't know enough about you, but I have enjoyed seeing guys look at the refs and the refs look at them like yes. that. Like that gif with Diddy staring at that dude in that singing show. Yeah. And everybody just staring <laughs> back and forth. That's really what we had. Was like everybody's looking at each other. Like, yeah. hey man. It's like, guess you better go play defense, dog. I'm over here now. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, like I have it. enjoyed that. Um. I think with the team USA for real though, I think the issue is between all this health and safety stuff that's happening, the injuries, and the, these guys have played a lot of basketball lately, bro. Between last year and this year, for a lot of these guys, been a lot of basketball mm-hmm. um, on the, a lot of trailing tires and haven't had much time to work together. I think I was hearing a lot of guys probably took a lot of time off after they were out of the playoffs too, mm-hmm. you know, because they haven't been playing so much. So they probably came in out of shape, and then they're still missing three dudes. Mm-hmm. USA still missing three guys because Middleton, Booker, and um, Holiday is supposed to be on the team, mm-hmm. which I mean, at this point, I feel like, man, y'all, y'all going to rest, sit that out. Y'all have done enough. Yeah, Lord knows y'all played enough basketball. For sure, <laughs> I'm, I'm really surprised that they're still on board doing it. Honestly, bro. Yeah, I I think too. Part of it is 
I can't remember where I heard this. It may have been from Lobotard, um, somebody on there. But I heard somewhere today that somebody who has a close source to the Olympic team is that, yeah, they don't really care about exhibition right now. So it's not like they care about going out and putting out their Low best managing. performance. Low yeah, managing. <laughs> for sure. For sure. I was super surprised KD went. That's what I was surprised when. Like, bro, did, you just going to get all the time back that you lost? All yeah, <laughs> I'm not that surprised just because. I mean, Katie's living up to the I just want to play basketball That's hype. And so I think anywhere else he'd be, he'd be out playing basketball right now. Yeah. So I think the only one he missed was probably the year PG broke his leg in that Olympic thing. He sat that year out. Mm-hmm. I remember that because he was like, I think I was too much for him. That that threw him off. So he sat that year out, but that would be the only one he sat out. You're yeah. Right. But yeah. Um, I hope everybody is safe over there. The emperor is still afraid. Mm, and yeah. Yeah, Japan, Japan's numbers rose like two weeks before the game was starting. Like that is, oh really? Against, yeah, the numbers hit hit a new a new level. <laughs> I was like, Lord have mercy. Perfect timing. So chaotic, right? Right. Um, uh, I don't really have anything else. I kind of wanted to throw up the. Uh, I don't know enough information about it though. Have you heard about the fan from the MLB, the fan and stand? I think it was at a Yankees sell. Red Sox game I have at not. Yankee Stadium. I have oh, not. well, he threw a baseball at one of the uh, Red Sox players. And so now he's been banned from all 30 stadiums for life. But apparently the backstory is the Red Sox player or one of the mm-hmm. players threw the ball like at the dude, you know, at the end of the innings, like, hey, you want a ball? Yeah, well, just threw it up. Yeah. yeah, he threw it up. But I mean, it's all Yankees fans and a Yankees fan called it. And all the Yankees fans around him was saying, throw it back, throw it back. So I don't know if the dude intentionally like meant to hit the Red Sox player, but that's why he threw the ball is because, yeah, they didn't want, they didn't want a Red and he Sox hit him. ball. Yeah, and, and he, he hit, hit him. him. Yeah. Uh, I think he deserves a band for not having his name together. Jam yeah. together, bro. Well, I, I want to see the distance, though, because it may be pretty impressive too, that, he, that he hit him. Yeah, yeah, I want to see it. Yeah, the, the, this is the, this is what matter for me. If I'm being fair to the fan, which I know that's not my reputation, if I'm being fair to this fan, <laughs> the distance would matter. You yeah. know, how far was the, how far was the throw? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? And, and how, point how hot did it come in? What's the launch yeah. angle on the yeah. throw? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, DJ. But I appreciate MLB taking a, a no nonsense. It's funny, this, this is what MLB has a no, a no uh, tolerance stand for. I guess. I mean, this is the first one I've seen, like, of them. I know they ban people from, like, certain stadiums, but I haven't seen all 30 stadiums. Um, yeah, all 30, is, all 30 is a wild ban. Yeah. Being banned crazy. from all 30 stadiums is wild. You can't I, go to yeah. a baseball game nowhere. That's yeah. that's really different. I need I to see the video first, but I think it's a little yeah. out of pocket. I think it's a little too extreme, but if I see the video and it's pretty intentional and the dude's, like, right there on top of them, then, yeah, it was a good call. Yeah, they went off on dude. They went off on dude. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah, I definitely want to see if I see the video so I can understand exactly how bad it was. Yeah. Because I'm inclined to not be on his side. Um, it's random, but I did hear, but the only thing basically I heard this week besides, well, this week and last week, um, besides Acuna's injury was, uh, I heard about the shooting that happened outside the stadium. Oh, the yeah, day? outside of uh, Nationals Park. Yeah. 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 Which so appears. Was... Oh, go ahead. That wasn't fans, right? That was like, this is a random thing. Yeah. Um. So the report okay. came out today, I believe, that the shooting and all that it had nothing to do with the game. It just ended up yeah, like it was just whoever did it. They just happened the to be by the stadium. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's what I thought. Because I remember everybody say they thought they said everybody saying was good, so I assumed it wasn't anything. Else. They just wanted to keep everybody before they let them out, basically. Yeah, yeah. That's terrifying though. Being trapped in a space like that, like it's that'd be so scary. Just being, and I think I don't know. I guess because baseball, you might feel a little more. It might feel a little less chaotic because you feel like mm-hmm. you got more room. But like just being trapped anywhere until being told you can't leave is just mm-hmm. terrifying. Yeah, <sighs> I don't like that feeling. Oh no, I, I think I'd feel a little safe though because uh there's like helicopters um around and inside the stadium. So they better have good aim. Uh anything else besides yeah, that's all I got, man. Get to these try to get to these finals? The finals. Yeah. Oh, first of all, I wanna it. shout out I'm sorry, I wanna shout out Khabib Ramagamedov. Cause Khabib's young bull, um, Islam Machaya fought this weekend. And Islam said that Khabib was out there for a month because Khabib was in his corner. Khabib was out there for a month and he paid for everything for everybody. Shut like up. the whole team. Because Khabib is a real one. Like he's a real one like that. He also said Conor McGregor is finished and people should stop supporting him. <laughs> <laughs> Love Khabib. <laughs> Khabib's like this guy, this guy finished. He's finished. <laughs> but yeah. Oh, wait, before the finals, um, mm-hmm. I did have, I forgot to see it. I got two things I wanted to ask oh, yes. you. Number one, as a Philadelphia 76ers fan, I saw this trending the other day. Affiliate. I don't know if, oh yeah, an affiliate. I'm sorry. Um, And I don't know if this was the fans' perspective or this was actually something the organization said or did, but apparently nobody wants to trade Tyrese Maxey for Damian Lillard. Yeah. Yeah, I felt the same. Yeah, Levi. When I was scrolling through Levi, Twitter, that's how me. I looked. Yeah, Levi. Yeah, I am the lone Ben Simmons supporter left outside of his family. Mm-hmm. I would trade Ben Simmons yeah. for Damian Lillard. Yeah, that's why I don't and know I why the conversation it. wasn't that. I mean, yeah. yeah, like Maxie's. I like Max. I think Maxie's got a lot of Maxie's got a lot of moxie. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? I like what he brings. Mm-hmm. It's Damian Lillard. Mm-hmm. You you move that man immediately. Yeah. You tell me you gonna have Dame and Dame Joel and B, bro? Mm-hmm. Running, running the two man. Hey, I was talking about some Tyrese Max. No, you can replace the Tyrese Maxi. I'm sorry, yeah. that's re- that's a great replaceable piece, dog. You can find one of those. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? I put Tyrese Maxi, like he's weird with like Terrence Man, where you want to have one of those. Mm-hmm. But if you can get something better, you move it. You get it out of there. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So is Maxi? You said so. You tell me Tyrese Maxi is the Heat's uh twenty is the 2020 version of the Heat's uh relationship with Tyler Hero. Yeah, I was just about to say that, yeah. except for this is way crazier because I kind of get the whole crazy, not wanting to trade Hero and Robinson and another one of those pieces for Harden. I understand that a little bit, but I totally do not understand the... And it wasn't just Tyrese Maxey, he was the main yeah, one. I think it was a package. It had to be packaged and included. Yeah, yeah, but they were throwing out some other side players I can't even think of right now who were vital pieces for them and played well like in the playoffs. Thibble, I imagine Thibel exactly. involved in yes, that. Yes, Thibel was yeah. involved in that and it was yeah. somebody else too. But dude, I'm taking Dane Lillard any day yes. over those guys. I'm any sorry. Day. Like, yeah, any and day. I like Thibel. I think if you have Dame, you kind of want to have Thibel with him for defensive mm-hmm. purposes, right? But especially because I, I, yeah, if you, if you, unless you keep him at Simmons somehow, if you keep him at Simmons somehow, then you could probably let Thibel go and you can just deal with it. Yeah. You'll, you'll be a little worse defensively, but you deal with that. You figure mm-hmm. that out. You can sacrifice a little defense. You got Damon. You got Damon Joel. Yeah. And you got Ben Simmons off the ball. Mm-hmm. You know, not being a total black because you got somebody that can create, not being a total black hole offensively. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yes. And I feel like uh, this is random, but I do feel like Dame would be good next to Ben Simmons because 
I feel like the Oakland and Dame would cuss Vincent would abuse Vincent as verbally oh, until he sure. decided to shoot. Yes. <laughs> bro, I think Ben needs to be bullied a little bit, bro. I'm sorry. Dame, Dame I think he needs a little bit of bullying. Bro, Dame would alpha him so hard, bro. Like yes. it'd be like two dogs, and Ben would not be able to move anywhere in that locker room without Dame Lillard no. in his face, bro. He'd tell yeah, him this like, is Dame my territory. Right. And if you want to go to your locker, you better get through me. Yes. 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 Yeah. Uh, speak, do you have it was Dame? Do you have Dame as another topic in general? Yeah, um, Dame saying okay. that him wanting to leave Portland uh, was BS, something like that. Said it wasn't he true. It he was never true. said that. Yeah, he said, yeah. said it wasn't true, and he also said in that same interview that he doesn't think they're a championship roster. Yeah, and then and, and that, yeah, they need more than just a coach, a coaching change. Yeah. Uh, well, so technically, I, Dame Dame pulled the whole. Well, technically, I never said that. So technically, yes. he's not lying because he I haven't said it yet. Cryptic Twitter <laughs> messages of you know, should I stay or should I go? That that doesn't say I want to leave. That's just he quoted questions. Nipsey Hussle, Nipsey Hussle lyrics the night they lost in the playoffs on Instagram. Yeah, yeah. Um, Dame man, this is the pro. I think. Dame doesn't want to come off as the disloyal bad guy. Well, he and did that to himself. I think that he definitely <laughs> did a disloyal part, right? Dame boxed himself in, bro. He did, bro. <laughs> he did. I'm sorry. But honestly, bro, I think, I mean, looking around what I've seen, I think a lot of Portland fans, if he just came out and said, yo, I just think I want to move on, mm-hmm. they would respect it. Yeah. Don't, like, I think, because, I mean, they've seen the struggle. They know what's going on. They None of them believe in Olshea. I mean, their uh, team owner is a, is a weirdo lady. Mm-hmm. Um, they apparently the probably leading person they had investigating Chance Billups' case got found with a bunch of weird porn on his Twitter page, and they had to fire him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that came out the other day. What I that heard, who they had that was their investigator for Chauncey Bill for the Chauncey Billups hiring. That wasn't was it like had. an FBI dude or something like that? It could have been. I think it, it was some been. dude that they know who's connected. He's in the FBI, so he just has access to databases or whatever. But apparently, yeah, they never spoke. And talk to anybody in any of the parties. They just hit up a FBI friend. Like, yeah. what it was. Oh my god! Like, I did hear that wanted, they're thinking about selling the, the team, though. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they they got to get out of there. Like, and then, like, honestly, Dame, you can just you just got to do it, Dame. You got to bite the bullet. Look, I think the only thing Dame can't do, he can do it for me because I wouldn't care. I would laugh at him, but. For the for the if he's trying to keep the rep, he just can't go to it like a championship team, right? Mm-hmm. Like he can't go to mm-hmm. a big market team that's ready right now. He can't go to the Lakers. He can't mm-hmm. go to like I don't know. What's another? Well, he, one? Can, um, he can go to New York. That's the he big goes market to the, team. He goes he to the go Knicks. To. Yes, yeah. he goes to the Knicks because that, that would just be his, right? Mm-hmm. But then I'm looking at you like you should just stay because y'all you're you're at the same team. Mm-hmm. It's the it's the Pam meme. It's the same picture. They're the same, the same picture. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but yeah, he can go there. He can go. He can go to Philly. I think he can go to Miami, right? Because Miami, I don't think anyone puts Miami there right now. He could probably go to Miami. They got and they have the pieces to trade. Yeah, right, yeah. right. Like he's got options. He just can't go to like he can. He basically can't go play with LeBron. Is that really what it is? He can't. He can't play with LeBron. No, he can't. But I'm That's afraid it. he's going to. I'm afraid he's going to. Do they even have the pieces that? No, but I feel I mean, like you would have to. You have to explicitly say, "I only want to go there, and I don't want to go anywhere else." Right? That would be it. I feel like Clark, you have to say, I, "I want to go here." 
I feel like Clutch is going to have some bags for somebody to make it happen. They're going to have some, <laughs> something. Assets are going to pop out of nowhere. <laughs> and they're going to magically get him. Like, Legacy has to be like Kyle Kuzma, Alex Caruso, and two second round picks for Dame. Who says no? Yes. Yes. <laughs> also, can I throw in, speaking of uh, Dame possibly going to New York, is it weird for me to really want to see a – Tom Thibodeau, Dame Lillard, marriage. I feel like they're kind of Man, the same I feel dudes. Like that'd be super intense. That would be so intense. I would love to watch it. I would love it. I want to see the I'm like actually, you know what? I was gonna say I want to see the Knicks with a star like that, but I remember how they treated Melo, and now I don't want to see them with that anymore. Yeah. Oh, that was more Phil Jackson's fault towards the mm-hmm. end. But I also remember that time they tried to tell me Jeremy Lin mattered more than Carm- that Carmelo take a back seat for Jeremy Lin. You remember that? Remember that was the thing? <laughs> <laughs> no, the Jeremy Lin hype was real though. I mean, bro, it was some, so it was some magical stuff, bro. It was. I mean, we we all we all jumped on the Jeremy Lin train, bro. I, I mean, didn't. It was fun. Oh, I did. Well, I did. I, wanted, me, I wrote it. <laughs> I didn't because it gave me. It was right. It was fresh off the Tim Tebow season. I couldn't deal with it. I'm like, I'm not uh, doing this again in my life. I can't uh, do this again. I can't. <laughs> So I, I didn't really buy in, but I really I still feel bad well, for what the Heat did to him that that year. You remember what the Heat yeah, did to him? Yeah, it was like, nah, we we not having any of this. Well, see, I didn't fully jump in when I jumped onto the Jeremy Lund train. Was the first game that I fi- finally watched him, which was the uh, freaking Lakers game. Because you know he had already he had already gone oh, four or five games in a row, and everybody's yeah. thinking like, oh, when's the Jeremy Lin train? You know, when's it going to die? Right, and right. everybody's saying, oh, it's going to die tonight against the Lakers yeah, and Kobe. Lakers and he still went out there and balled, bro. The Lakers game was crazy. <laughs> it was. So I had to jump crazy. on the Jeremy Lin train after that. Yeah, yeah, but no, I would. I actually would like to see Dame in New York because honestly, bro, if Dame goes to New York, I wonder if they can get somebody to come with him. I don't know who's available this off season, you know, but. They can build. They can build something there. You can. I like. I like to see Dame get a team really built because I don't think Portland didn't have the assets or the cap space to do it. Right. Mm-hmm. So if Dame goes to where they can really build something there, I think it'd be dope to see. Yeah. And like, if we get both teams in New York good at the same time, bro, that'd be fun. That'd be yeah. great. It'd be great basketball. It would. Be. They rain confetti for winning one game. They were in the street celebrating for a playoff win. Yeah. It's not okay if you do that for a playoff win. Is signing Dame basically parade worthy? Yes, I think they would. I think they would ride they would parade in the streets, whatever. I want to. I want to place another phone call. I'm enjoying the phone call game. See if he's. <laughs> I want to. Talk, I want to talk to a friend that lives in New York. See if he's lying. Yep. Yo, bro. Hold on. Hold on. Let me raise the volume. All right. All right. Well, go ahead. Uh, hold on. I'm doing the show right now, and I have a I have a very important question for you. Shoot! Shoot! Um. So the Knicks, you're in New York when the Knicks um, rained down, uh, had a massive celebration for winning one playoff game. You were there. You saw the streets. You sent me video. The trains were flooded. Yes, yes. The trains were flooded. So if the Knicks were able to trade for Damian Lillard, would that warrant a parade? Oh, boy. At least for a week. (laughs) I was really wondering. A full week. I was really wondering if my one playoff win started a whole a whole celebration like a championship happened. So signing Dame's got to be at least a parade, bare minimum. Yo, there's going to be two days in New York where it's like it's just not safe to go outside. <laughs> the third day is when you can go out and like do shit. 
with the first two. You just stuck. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta already have your have your kitchen stock. Have your, have your shelf stock. Are you done? Forget the door dasher. Dasher won't make it. <laughs> I promise you won't. Now <laughs> Canal Street will be littered with fake Damian Lillard jerseys. Oh, now Canal Street's way lower um, than. Um, oh yeah, that's fine. That's that's the Chinatown. So you're right. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> it's a knockoff. Thirty fourth Street. Forget about it, bro. I thought your horse done. 34th Street will be flooded, bro. <laughs> Wouldn't even be safe. Right. Well, I appreciate you. Uh, give me your pick for tomorrow night. You already know, man. I'm going with Bucks. All right. See you wrapping up. Middleton Finals MVP? Where is this coming from? <laughs> I don't know, bro. I don't know who started that, bro. I don't know, I don't know who, started. who started this Middleton could be Finals MVP just because he had one 40-point game. Bro, Giannis had two back-to-back. Bro, only Middleton, see, Middleton disappears for the first two games of the series, and he comes back, and it's like, oh, yeah, look at Chris. <laughs> he misses the first two games, and then we forget about it because he starts cooking late. <laughs> but, yeah, bro. I appreciate you, dog. I'll meet you up in a little bit, though. Holla, bro. Peace. Yeah. Thank you. If I had to vote, my vote's for Bobby Portis. Yo, I love Bobby Portis' energy so much, bro. Yeah. It's my favorite I, thing. I didn't get to look up the stats, but I really think if we did some digging, there'd be a correlation between Bobby Portis's performances and the Bucks winning. Because I feel like every time the Bucks come through, it's because Bobby Portis has been playing out of his mind. Which he didn't necessarily play out of his mind this last game, but he still was a great co- contributor. Let me tell you my favorite Bobby Porter's highlights in these finals. The highlight I'm going to remember forever. When he threw the ball, when he threw that out-of-bounds <laughs> ball off Chris Paul, and then you see him yelling like mm-hmm. it was a, a slam dunk. Like, yeah. that's my that's my dude, man. I like yeah. Bobby, man. Bobby's yeah. just here for the energy. It's going to go good times. It's not going to go bad. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But he's he got the energy, bro. Yeah. A lot Bobby of Rus- got the energy. Russell Westbrook energy. It is. It is yeah. a lot of Russell Westbrook energy for sure. Yeah. Yeah, man. <laughs> uh, well, so the last time we talked, we both yeah. had the Suns winning, didn't we? Yes, we did. Didn't we say it's yes, over? It's two zero. Um, why yeah, did we do that? Much. Why? Because this is what the Bucks. This has been their mo since after sweeping the Heat. This has been like the mo, hasn't it? Yeah, we fell for it. I guess at some point you just feel like somebody's gonna win on the road, right? Like somebody's gonna beat them in Milwaukee for sure. Yeah, like but, it's gonna happen. And apparently it's not. Yeah. Apparently you're not gonna do that. Yeah. <laughs> they're gonna come to they're gonna lose the first two games, come to your spot, you can go mm-hmm. to their spot, get stumped out. Um, oh, also we talked about how the series was kind of uninteresting, which it was. But then we started getting yeah. the highlights. All the highlights mm-hmm. started rolling in. Mm-hmm. I'm saying the Giannis block, mm-hmm. the the Giannis alley oop with yep. Chris Paul all in his all in his insane. Yeah. LeBron in the back, admiring. Yes. Yeah. With his own tequila, his own mm-hmm. tequila brand. That's yeah. that's a that's a stunning move. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah, having your own bottle under the under the 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 chair, yeah. with the label out because that's just what you get to do. That's a real baller move. Yeah. Rich Paul I mean, was there with it. Rich Paul pulled up with a Dell. With a Dell, yeah. <laughs> Salute, bro. Yeah. <laughs> just stunt on everybody yeah. for no reason. I respect the energy, <laughs> but yeah, so. We were dead wrong about this. We were dead wrong. But we weren't Amina Heisen wrong, and that's what really counts. Mm-hmm. 
we weren't that wrong. Okay. Well, I, I don't know. If we run it back, I, I probably would have said they're getting swept, but the, I don't know. The, the audio, no one's ever going to know, Levi. Oh, yeah. I guess that was the last. Yeah, that's right. Conference. Doesn't it even they'll exist? Never, they'll never know. <laughs> <laughs> even if we were, it's not on wax, baby. <laughs> so, but you were texting me the other day. You you still can't fully buy in, though. No. Um. Things the bugs do just makes me not want to trust them. Mm-hmm. Um, because they got stuck on 120 for about two minutes in that game yesterday and just watched the lead dwindle down and started mm-hmm. like, I don't know if they were playing panic ball or playing keep away and mm-hmm. then just taking bad shots. Um, I sent you the out of timeout play where they had five seconds on the shot clock after, and Chris Milton calls him out because he got double teamed and they came out of the timeout. And the play somehow ended in Drew Holiday catching the ball, dribbling, and shooting a very terrible floater. Mm-hmm. And I just I can't trust that. I, yeah. That team is not something I can trust. It's very weird. Um, and by lo- logically, right, if a team starts win- wins three in a row, the series, you know, it's probably going to win the six, right? It's like okay, they're they're going to get the series out of here. Mm-hmm. That's, that's what you would think. Yeah. But I I can't trust them yet for some reason. I just can't bring myself to fully believe Mike Budenholzer, Mister. Mr. Play fast, play hard, play random. Mm-hmm. is about to be an NBA champion. Mm-hmm. He was a yeah. KD shoe size away from being fired mm-hmm. a month ago. Mm-hmm. I, I can't, I, my mind's not there yet. <laughs> it's just I, not. I think um, for Boonholzer, the whole playing random thing, it kind of shocked me. And Duh, like I texted you, I said, oh, well, this is what I assumed. This is what I, you know, mentally pictured every time um, I saw the Bucks in the locker room is Boonholzer just saying, hey, go play random. But maybe I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. Maybe he just used the wrong word and maybe should have said unpredictable. But because that's what the Bucks play, I think that's the best way to describe how they play is unpredictable. But they really remind me of Kyle Shanahan coaching in the Super Bowl because what do I keep what do I do do I keep doing what's been working or do we need to run some time off the clock and play a little conservative and you're in a whole conundrum and then by the time you figured it out you've already lost and I think that's what the Bucks do they don't know what to do because the fast break run up and down is kind of their game and so then when they want to control the pace or slow it down right. they kind of struggle because <laughs> the yeah, Suns are way better of a half-court defense um yeah, yeah, the fast break. For sure. Um, interesting thing for the Suns for me is Devin Booker is ascending offensively, but I think it's kind of at the detriment of their offense. Yeah. Because he's not getting a playmaker yet, which mm-hmm. is okay. He's still young, right? Mm-hmm. But I think um, the homie Tom Havertrap put up a stat and said he has zero fourth quarter assists in the playoff. Mm-hmm. Like none. Not yeah. one in the finals yet, you know? And I think that's a problem because he's getting his 42, but their offense is at its best when that ball is moving, that, that offense is flowing. And I think the benefit of having a booker is when the, when that's not working, then you go to the, okay, mm-hmm. go get a bucket for us real quick, bro. I think they started to rely on that a little too much. Mm-hmm. And I think their youth is also showing in that regard because, like, they have moments where they actually find, like, a young team, which they haven't like all playoffs. They look like just world beaters, basically, all playoffs. Yeah. And now they finally got their backs are really against the wall. They're down. You know, they haven't been in an elimination situation yet in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Then, what, what was last deficit? They were down, what, 2 1? That's the last one to the Lakers in the first round? Some, yeah, something like that. Yeah. They and then AD easy. got hurt. So, and AD got hurt. So that didn't matter anymore. And they mm-hmm. finished that off, you know, ran through that. So it's a really, I don't know. I, 
logically, I should say the Bucks, but something about that just doesn't let me trust them. Yeah, I'm not gonna trust them more in seven. And that's what's crazy. I might like when they feel like the real pressure, like, oh snap, it's winter go home. Then I might trust mm-hmm. them more on the road. Mm-hmm. But six at home, I feel like this is either recipe for them like smoking the suns out the building or being a nervous wreck and blowing it. Mm. <laughs> you know, I feel like yeah. that's the recipe. Yeah. I mean, it it really could go either way. I will be totally shocked if the Suns come back. I mean, I've got the Bucks taking this. I like the angle you came at it with which is one i haven't heard as much i I mean i have heard it going with devin booker right now everybody's focused in on chris paul which i think is deservedly so um yeah he's he's been not very good exactly and i think chris paul i'm not saying this is actually his goal he just he plays like he's trying to be the mvp he's not only trying to win but he's trying to show you that his stamp is all oh, over these games. He's a control freak. And when he, it's not, when it's working, it's great. When it's not working, it's like, ah, this is bad. Yeah. And that's you been know? the problem is that it's not yeah. working. It is not yeah. working because even though he's averaging uh, 21 points, which has pretty much been his average throughout these whole playoffs. Yeah. Uh, they're not coming efficiently. Right. And another thing for them is I feel like DeAndre Aiden's kind of been neutralized. So like his mm-hmm. numbers look nice, but you don't really feel like he's impacting these games at all, right? No, I, I really don't feel like it. I feel like his numbers are there, but I don't, I don't see, I don't see or feel the impact of DeAndre Ayton on the court anymore. Yeah, in this yeah me either. I, I think um, where he does have an impact is well, mainly rebounding, and then yeah. a little bit on defense. Even though he's been made to look silly a little bit on defense too, which you can't he, help. He, I mean, he you're getting Hibachi. Yeah, he he, getting Hibachi he does be. Bit, yeah, and it, it's it's a tough ask for a young it is. center to go guard a stretch five or four, but. Yeah. At the same time, I think uh, it's offense mainly where he's kind of mm-hmm. missing or MIA. Yeah. And he kind of goes as Chris Paul goes a little bit too, because he's got to rely on Chris. And that's why I like, because I was talking about it with France, who, you know, his car earlier, earlier in the series. I'm like, the thing with him is like, he's my, like, he can't, I'm like, he can't pat a game in the fourth just because, well, it's hard for an impact game. Like, he needs the, like, a center's got to depend on somebody else getting the ball. So I don't really get mad about them not impacting game in the fourth. But mm-hmm. the other part of the game is like, I don't feel you here, bro. Mm-hmm. Like the offensive rebound thing. Keep remember after game, what, two, Monty was like, look, they are rebound us. We can fix that. That's not a problem. Mm-hmm. Uh, the narrator, narrator voice, um, they indeed, they in <laughs> fact could not fix the rebounding issue. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because that's still yeah. an issue for them, right? And that's still, still getting kind of crazy. Um, but yeah, I, I want to say, I want to say the Bucs. I'm just, I'm very curious. See, but the Suns being in an elimination situation for the first time could spook them too. This yeah. is a weird thing, man. This is a series of two teams who really haven't been in the finals before. So it's hard to like, you know, who to fully trust. Mm-hmm. And like the Suns, when they were clicking, the Suns did feel like the smarter and more capable team. But now, I don't know, it seems like they're panicky now. Like they're a little panicky. Yeah. It... <sighs> but even with the last game, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I had no, you go, go even with the last game, bro. They shot, I think the Bucks, the Suns shot went 54 87 from mm-hmm. the field, and the Suns went 48 for 87. Literally two more shots. Yeah. The difference was the timing of the turnovers and the timing of like things going wrong, basically, right? Yeah. No, that's you're, a crazy shooting percentage. You're hitting the nail on the head, bro, because uh, so looking at pro basketball reference you know how they do like the four factors that oh yeah yeah. like the main differences in the teams so pace they're the same um exactly the same when it comes to effective field goal percentage um 
Phoenix is actually shooting better. They're shooting 57% while the Bucks are almost shooting 54. But the wow. two huge factors that's throwing it off is exactly what you just said. It's turnover percentage, um, which the Suns are almost at 12%. And the Bucks are 8.5%. And yeah. offensive rebound percentage, the Bucks are 30%. And the Suns are 20%. So when you look at the offensive rebound percentage and the turnovers – Phoenix is shooting better. They're making more yeah. baskets, but they keep turning the ball over. And that's coming from youth, but also that's coming from Devin Booker trying to force his shot too much and yeah. Chris Paul trying to force his shot too much. So right, I think, right. uh, yeah, they're, I mean, and Milwaukee seems to have it down right now. They're in the rhythm of they know where they're going with the basketball. They're actually sharing mm-hmm. it. And Giannis is actually playing like a dominant superstar. He has been, ever since he was getting slammed in that net series, he has been on one, bro. Yeah. He has he been, has. he's really been on one. It's been great to see. Yeah. So, um, uh, I'm so, I mean, it's just really weird because, I mean, this, this, series could easily turn on its head if Phoenix just improved those two areas. It very well could, right? Like, Mm -hmm. next two games could look very different, and it seems like this series is kind of built for that, Mm -hmm. but it also seems like, man, maybe it's just time for Giannis to get that that ring and complete Uh, the... complete the... complete... get He's got everything at that point. Yeah. He's got it all, you know? I think it is. I I think it just... This just comes down to Giannis. He's the best one. I mean, he's the superstar on the floor, and so he's gonna... He's gonna get it. You know, I think about when stuff like this happens, though. How annoying is going to be a play against the Bucks in 2K next year? Oh, yeah. Oh, oh God. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Frustrating. The shots Chris Milton is going to hit on you. Mm. Oh, Lord mm-hmm. have mercy. I'm going to be so annoyed. I'm annoyed already. Yeah. Trying to get around. We're taking your my career uh, year one point guard and then getting Drew Holiday put on him. Mm-hmm. Over with. Mm-hmm. Over with. You know, you used to give me fits on 2K early. Well, early What's in my, my career. Eric Bledsoe, because he had like a gold clamps. Like, why is Eric Bledsoe a gold clamps player? Why is he have a gold clamps badge? Yeah. Like, for what? Yeah, yeah it was very for And maybe yeah. in the playoffs, too, which made me even madder because I've, mm-hmm. I've seen him in the playoffs. I know what happens. Mm-hmm. So you can't need to put playoff decreases on people. You put negative yeah. badges in there. <laughs> <laughs> they should. Not a playoff performer. Yeah. Eric Bledsoe, was no, Eric Bledsoe just starts making random mistakes for no reason. <laughs> But yeah, that was just so, uh, man. I want to can we talk about Drew Holiday for a minute though. Yeah, go ahead. That man's defense is so beautiful, bro. Mm-hmm. Like he's going from Paul to Holiday to Booker, and he's just like he's so strong too. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't look that strong, but he's always there. And dude's getting bump him off the spot. He's getting the ball for he, you saw the, the before the street behind it. You saw the steely behind Devin Booker earlier in the game where he had yeah. to step back three on him. Mm-hmm. Like that was just he's such a good player, man. And they did give up a lot for him. I don't remember where we stood on that trade when they gave all up all that for him. Oh, we were all felt, for it. Yeah, I felt like it was somewhere it, we were around the spot of like if they win a championship, then it's worth it, right? You you keep Giannis, you sign Giannis, and you get if you make Giannis happy, it's worth it, right? That's pretty much mm-hmm. what we said, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And that's and they did what they had to do. People said what they wanted, but look, man, now look where they are. One ring is worth all those draft picks for the Bucks at this point. Yeah. Because if Giannis Giannis stays five years, you're at least in contention. Y'all gonna mm-hmm. win every year. But they're gonna be in contention at least at the bare minimum, right? With that team um, going forward. So, hey, look at him. Look at him now. Yeah. How do you feel about Middleton? He still confuses me. Yeah. He's so good, but he's so confusing because he's not always good. Well, he takes. I think um, we kind of <laughs> hit the nail on the head a few weeks ago. Um, yeah. He takes the back seat and he plays. 
he's really reactive instead of being proactive. Mm -hmm. And so, uh, yeah, when he starts making baskets early or starts attacking and looking for his own shots early, you're going to be good. But if he's not doing that and he's waiting till the fourth quarter, that's when it's the toss up. You get the Chris Middleton experience either way. Yeah, that's real. Um, I do like the, um, I remember earlier in the series, there's somehow, I think it was on the episode, it's how Giannis was like, if Milton wants the ball, he gets the ball. And yeah. people are like, oh, that's weird for a starter saying, like, first of all, I think Giannis is just, like, building up his guy. That's his dude. Like, Giannis mm-hmm. loves Chris Middleton. Like, it's his man. He, that's what he's going to say publicly. Yeah, my man wants the ball, man, get the ball. That's what it is. Like, yeah. I like that. People, are, people like, look, read so much of what Giannis is saying. Well, I feel like Giannis is just saying what he says on the surface level. Like, it's not that deep. I mean, he called Kevin Durant the best player in basketball. I'm like, yeah, he feels like Kevin Durant's the best player in basketball. Yeah. It's okay to say that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We I mean, don't question Giannis' level of competition. Giannis is Giannis going to be there to compete all day. I mean, I think Giannis it's a little gonna be, Giannis keep it real. I think it's a little deeper than that because I think that was in the context of especially he called him like his closer or whatever. And I think he's he did. Oh more, yeah, he did say that. Yeah, yeah, in the context of when it's fourth yeah. quarter time. Yeah, I'm giving Chris the ball. So of course everybody wants to jump on that. And be like, oh, you're the superstar. You're supposed to be the one who wants to get the ball, but. I praise Giannis being that, though, because he's good. The dude's self-aware. He knows what he's good at, and he knows what he's bad at. He's self-aware, and he's unflappable, bro. He doesn't get phased. He will go up there and airball a free throw and let you foul him again. He does not care. Yeah. Like, I don't know if you saw that video clip a few weeks ago. Because the Bucks behind the scenes seems awesome. They do great behind the scenes videos. Uh, the clips mm-hmm. always end up floating around. He was talking. He was like, I seen, I seen it all. He was just laughing with PJ Tucker. He was like, I seen everything. Two <laughs> air balls, you know, free throw line, been dunked on. Like, I just seen everything <laughs> in this game, man. <laughs> and he was over there laughing. It's like, yeah, it's real, man. That's really how Giannis' attitude towards this stuff, bro. Yeah. Like, he knows but what's up. That's part of the reason why he's probably become – one of the, if not the most loved superstar right now. I mean, yeah. I think everybody loves Giannis. Yeah. For sure. For sure. His yeah. sense has been great. He went from, I mean, he went from what the, not having a bad, not having a bad guy, you yeah. know, to, oh, he's not skilled. The James Harden thing. James mm-hmm. Harden tried. Remember that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's not yeah. skilled enough to do. He's, I wish I wish I could be seven feet and <laughs> slam and dunk. I'm sure you do. It'd be, it'd be more fun for you, I bet. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, man, I'm I'm happy to see it. I really am happy to see it. And even with Phoenix, bro, salute to them, man. Because we saw them as a playoff team. We did not see this. Mm-hmm. This was not what we saw. And they caught some breaks for sure. Mm-hmm. But I've enjoyed mostly watching them play. Like I enjoy watching them. I enjoy watching them books essential for one. Mm-hmm. I mean, they gave us the that's that alley oop win in over the Clippers, which was you know monstrous. Yeah, but, you know, hey. It might not be a time. That's okay. Mm-hmm. I have a question about this, though. I want to take it right. to the time machine. Do you think Devin Booker and Luka Doncic could have worked as a duo? Because I'm not convinced. No, I don't I don't think so. Yeah, I think in theory it can work, right? But I think chemistry-wise, I don't think it would have worked out because Devin's letting – Devin, letting Chris Paul run the offense is one thing because that's Chris mm-hmm. Paul. He's a legend. Letting the dude who the the shiny new toy from Europe come mm-hmm. over, and I'm gonna let him run the offense that I've been in. I don't think Devin takes that too well. Mm-hmm. I don't think he does. And that's not even like a, I'm saying. I ain't saying it's like a knock on him. That's just like a normal ego thing. Like who are yeah. you, bro? I've been here. Who are, you yeah. know? what I'm saying. Like, I ain't even saying the knocking. That's just real. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I kind of feel like it wouldn't have it wouldn't have worked out too well. No, I don't. I don't think it would have either. They demand the ball too much. And yeah, uh, yeah. yeah similar situations. Right. Yeah. 
it's the same reason I didn't fault the Kings for not drafting Luca. Like I know, like because they had just taken De'Aaron Fox, and I don't know how De'Aaron Fox and Luca work out either. Mm. Um, so yeah. I didn't fault them too much, but the Marvin Bagley thing. The the difference is one got DeAndre Ayton, one got Marvin Bagley. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's the mm-hmm. that's the big key difference there. And one is the Kings, just a waste of an organization. Free De- free my man, free De'Aaron Fox. Bro, free all of them, bro. They all honestly, yeah, free the whole team actually. Yeah, free everybody. You know, Luke Walton can stay over there as coach because they ain't trying to pay nobody else. So, yeah. but free, free, free everybody in, in stuck in Sacramento for the love yeah. of God. Free the fans from that franchise too. At that, yeah, that's a very loyal fan base. It is. Yeah, I couldn't yeah. do it. Yeah, I mean, I left Detroit. I left Detroit for less. Yeah, <laughs> we had a championship. They had a championship. And I left them. I was just over yeah. in my. I, I don't. Y'all ain't even in my market. Y'all, sorry, I'm not doing this. The King Warrior days were fun, though. They were. They were, for sure. Shout out to Tim Donaghy for ruining them. (laughs) 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 But, yeah, man. So, do you have the Bucks tomorrow night? Yeah. Okay. You think it'll be close or you think it'll be tight and they'll they'll pull away? Hmm. Um, I actually think it'll be tight. I think it'll be tight. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. I mean, they won like right? series lately. Not in it's in uh, Milwaukee. It's in Milwaukee, yeah. in Milwaukee. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, fair. I think I'm. I, I'm a unconfident. I'm gonna unconfidently say Suns. Ah, unconfidently okay. say okay. the Suns because <laughs> like it's it. just it's not about the it's about the fact that it's, it's hard for me to trust Milwaukee yet. Yeah, it's hard for me to trust them right now. But yeah, yeah. Um, that's that's the only reason I picked them. <laughs> so uh, I guess that's that wrap up this portion of the show, the sports mm-hmm. portion. Time for movies. Movie time. NT goes to the movies. Uh, this is nine forty one. So we started with eight. I think we started like eight thirty nine. So it's like an hour. Hey, we did like Somewhere an hour today, right? Yeah, yeah. I think it's a little more than an hour. <laughs> we started eight thirty, didn't we? Oh, was it? Uh, yeah, it was a little bit more than an hour. I think it was yeah. eight thirty. Okay, yeah, so hours and minutes. Good for us. Look at us. Um, and we had two phone calls, two surprise guests. Yes. I'm glad they answered the phone. I'm glad we answered the phone because I was really worried no, I was going to answer the phone. And it was, I was, oh, yeah. People would think I didn't have friends. <laughs> <laughs> but so glad the phone got answered. But uh, yeah, so um, Levi, we both watched Space Jam. Yes. Well, do you want to start it off with Fast Line? I guess we can start off with Fast Line. Yeah. <laughs> um, I saw Fast Nine today, finally. Um, have you seen, are you, how, how deep into the Fast Furious series are you? Um, bro, I stopped watching, I think I've only seen two of them or three of them, maybe. Oh, okay. So you, okay. Okay. Yeah. The only one I haven't, though, I think the only one I haven't seen is Tokyo Drift. All right. Yeah. So I'll go ahead and explain to you and the audience right here. One little clip as to my relationship with the Fast and Furious (laughs) franchise and what I think about it. One of the two movies I've seen is Tokyo Drift, and it is absolutely my favorite one because it has nothing to do with that whole whack storyline, that family whack storyline. So, okay, Tokyo Drift is my favorite one. Fast and Furious one and two are very good. I've heard Fast which Furious, one is good. And one is good. One is good. Two Fast and Furious is good, even though it was kind of a spinoff, um, sadly spinoff. But it introduced Tyrese to the series. It's not Tyrese mm-hmm. got in the series. Um, oh, okay. But Too Fast and Furious is very good. Tokyo Drift is the only one I haven't seen because mm-hmm. I thought it didn't have anything to do with the main series. Yeah. But I found out it did have something to do with the main series. I'm like, oh, this matters? I'm sorry. Never it still haven't watched it. Yes. Oh, yes. that dude Han? ends up coming back. Wait. Yeah, yeah, because Jason Statham kills Han and then Han 
he except he didn't kill Han. Han's still alive, but Han was dead for four movies. Um, but he's back. Well, I thought yeah, I thought Han died in Tokyo Drift. Oh, did he die? Oh, it happened in Tokyo Drift. Oh no, what does Han look like? No, Han was in Tokyo. Han was the main character. I know they killed him in Tokyo Drift. I oh no, Tokyo. actually, no, I'm wrong. Uh, that was Sam. That was a different dude that died in Tokyo okay, Drift. Okay. My bad. Okay, he was the mechanic Han, car dude. Okay, Han died after Tokyo Drift. Ah, uh, oh, okay. Um, he was killed by Jason Statham, but he, said <laughs> he wasn't. Yeah, Wait, was he him. actually was was this actually Jason Statham or are you comparing somebody else to Jason? No, Jason Statham. Jason Statham killed him. Okay. Jason Statham's character killed him. Yeah, Jason Statham. You know, Jason Statham's Fast Furious character. But that Furious. didn't happen in. But I'm I'm confused. As no, it didn't happen in Tokyo, Tokyo Drift, Drift. But they used it to tie Tokyo Drift in to the main universe because Han was cool with Vin Diesel and them. But was Han in Tokyo Drift though? I thought Han came from Tokyo Drift. Did he not come from Tokyo Drift? I don't even know what Han looks like or who's Han. Is he the country oh. boy? No, Han got killed in Tokyo, though. That's why I thought he was in Tokyo Drift. No, I don't think it has anything to do with the... Because the one dude I'm thinking of who, who got killed was Sam. Pretty sure that was his name. I have to look into this because I'm very confused. You you have you have just blown my well, mind. Everybody who I know who likes the Fast and Furious franchise, they all say that Tokyo Drift's the worst one. They hate it. Okay, I'm looking at Tokyo Drift list now. Oh, oh, he was in Tokyo Drift. Okay, thank you. He was. He was. <laughs> but yeah, he didn't die in Tokyo Drift. You're right. Okay, they didn't kill him in Tokyo Drift. I don't even remember what what this dude was supposed to be in Tokyo Drift or what he was. Well, he ended up mattering and getting killed later on. Mm-hmm. And they, they was, I remember they were like, he's from Tokyo Drift. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. He's in Tokyo Drift. Awesome. But he gets killed. Jason Statham kills his character. Except he didn't kill this character, as we find out in Fast 9, because Han somehow survived. Because no one dies in this series, in uh. the movies. No one in the movies who dies, dies. Except for Han's girlfriend. She apparently died. Mm. I don't remember Giselle. Do you remember? I don't remember one name Giselle, but apparently she died. She's no. dead. I'm like, oh, okay, Giselle's dead. Okay. Oh, but, oh, Giselle is Gal Gadot's character. She did die. I remember that now. Cause I remember being like, Gal Gadot was in Fast and Furious. Oh, she was. Gal Gadot plays Wonder Woman. Mm. Um, so like, oh, she was in. Oh, she wasn't Fast and Furious. That's crazy. She did die. Yeah, I remember that now. Um, so I watched Fast Nine today, Levi. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want people to understand that I have hate watched Fast and Furious movies for the past like six movies. I've it's all been a hate watch. I've been over the series for a very long time. Yeah. Once they drove the the safe through the streets, I was like, oh, what are we doing? <laughs> What what are we doing? Yes. It's the streets of Brazil, and you're mm-hmm. driving a safe through them. Like, what's going on? Mm-hmm. Um, but I have a lot of notes on Fast Nine. You can I don't know if you can see that, Levi. This is yeah. All the this is basically a play by play. Very diligent note taking. Yes, I did a, basically Very. a play by play. I learned it from Cinephobe, the wow. podcast where they watch poorly rated movies on Rotten Tomatoes <laughs> and ascertain whether there is a good rate. It was a good rating or a bad rating. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why that's why I learned that that from. Um, Cinephobe, get it wherever podcasts are available. <laughs> <laughs> um, I like, I want you to know this movie started with a flashback. I'm not gonna read uh, all these notes, but I want you to know, I think one day we'll read, I'll do all the note, note taking later. Um, but it started with a flashback. Um, my note says, Flashback Dom has a father. Oh, and, yes, fa- you know, Fast Furious, they just give it up and it's gone for all the cheap quotes. Yeah, um, Dom's father is a racer. 
like on the on a lower circuit. He's trying. He's about to be to the bus the bus circuit the next year. But you know he's he's trying. He's on the come up right now. Mm-hmm. And there's some racing behind him that's hating on him. You know, talking a lot of talking a lot of trash on Hayden. Mm-hmm. And Dom is in his pit crew. And Dom's you know young Dom's about to go over there and talk crazy. Like, hey, watch your mouth. And his dad drops this word of wisdom on him. You ready for this? You ready? Mm-hmm. It's not about being the stronger man. It's about being the bigger one. And my note says, I'm sure that's going to come back at some point. Mm-hmm. It didn't, thankfully, but I was for sure, right. I surely thought it was. Mm. Um, then my next note says, RIP Daddy Dom, because uh, Dom's father was then, he then died very mm. soon after that. In the, in the, on the racetrack, he died on the racetrack. Wow. Um, yeah, his car, he got to a bumper thing with the other driver, and then his car went up in flames, and then he mm. died. Um, and how old so, was Dom when this happened? Teenage Dom. He was a teenager. Ah, okay. Young teenager. So this is why family is very important to him. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Except, okay. funny thing about that family thing, oh. he has a long lost brother who is uh, John Cena. The villain. Yes. The ah, villain. Ah, so that's yes, how it comes yes. in. Okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And we find out why um, Dom and John don't get along. Okay. So Dom goes to jail. Mm-hmm. Okay. This is. I'm skipping some story, but Dom goes to jail, right? Mm-hmm. Because he beat up the dude that, well, first of all, the dude, the uh, the rival racer that crashed into his dad's car was talking trash to John Cena, who mm-hmm. I call Cena Reto, because, you know, the Toretto family, so I'll call him Cena Reto, because mm-hmm. I don't even remember his character. Oh, his character name was Jacob. That was his character's <laughs> name. But he was like, um, so Cena Reto, so the, the driver dude goes up and calls, he calls him, oh, you the useless Toretto. That's what he calls John Cena's character. The little uh, brother. Uh. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, John's getting upset. But Dom being a protective be broken up like, hey, I got, don't worry about it. Go on somewhere. Mm-hmm. And the dude keeps talking junk. And then all of a sudden, Dom goes upside his head with a wrench. Bow, mm. Upside the head. And he beating him. Bow. And and the other dude's trying to come up and they can pull him off of him. One of, the, one of their family friends trying to come up and pull him off of him. Mm-hmm. Does he know Dom's in jail? They don't tell us whether he killed dude or he just beat him up real bad. I don't mm-hmm. know. Dom may have murdered a man as a teenager. Mm-hmm. It never clarifies. It just literally, the next scene is literally him in jail. Mm-hmm. That's literally the next scene. Okay. Um, and little bro John Cena is there to visit Dom in jail, right? But Dom doesn't want to see him, which is which I put, I noted that. I said, oh, John Cena, John Cena's brother can't doesn't want to see him. Ironic. Mm. <laughs> yeah. yeah so <laughs> that was that was a note because if he in. wanted to he wouldn't be able to see him exactly anyways. exactly yeah. it's, it's, it's a, you know it's a, it's a sad situation yeah. so he doesn't see him in jail <laughs> but in jail while in jail bro while dom's in jail he's apparently working on cars this jail has mechanics mm-hmm. um and he meets uh these two i think these two brazilian guys who he meets later i think they're in the series later he meets them or whatever and they're talking and something and they tell him something about something in the car that would cause a fireball because he was about to do something wrong. And that triggered something in his mind about something that he remembered about his dad's car, the pit on the day it caught on fire. And apparently, uh, Cena was the one who did whatever he's supposed to do to the car. So Dom gets out of jail. So Don sees it sees in his head and he thinks, oh my God, my little brother killed our father because he was jealous that he didn't like that I was the favorite or something like that. That's what triggers in Dom's narcissistic mind. Not Oh, this could have been an accident. Nope, my brother killed our dad. Um, so Cena's Sorry. on the streets racing. Go Speaking ahead. of uh, Dom's um, narcissism, yes. is it safe to say by now in this ninth one 
Vin Diesel is just playing himself now. Dom is Vin Diesel. Um, Vin Diesel um, is Dom. Out of that, the lines are definitely blurred at this okay. point. Okay, they've yeah. got to be. I feel like you play a character nine times. There, there's you're the long character, yeah. right? Well, yeah. Um, you heard about him talking about giving, showing Cena tough love on the set, right? Because, uh, you know, it's the family, and you got to earn your stripes to get in, and you gotta, you gotta bring it when you join our family uh, and be hundred oh percent in. You didn't hear this. I didn't hear this. I think everything I said was nonsense besides the whole, he did tell him he gave John Cena tough love. Tough love. Yeah. Like John yeah he gave him tough in- love on the set. Oh my God. Yeah. Well, I was, yeah, let me bring home, let me, oh, let me bring home real, this brother saga. Real let me bring life. I want to bring home this brother saga so we understand why he hates him. So right. Dom gets out of jail, right? And then they don't show when he got out of jail. He's out of jail. And Cena's, Cena's a racing star now as a teenager still. He's like racing on the streets. You know, everybody mm-hmm. loves him. Mm-hmm. And Dom pulls up with Mia, you know, Mia's the other sister, Mia's the sister. Mm-hmm. Um, he pulls up and he's like, I'm gonna give you a race. If you win, you can come home. If you lose, you drive forever and you never come back. And I was like, yo, bro, why are you doing this to me? And mm-hmm. it's like, cause you killed our father, you bastard. How dare you murder our father? And John's extremely confused. You don't give John a chance to explain. John's very confused. Like, why are you saying I killed our dad? What are you talking mm-hmm. about? But John understands what's going on. But he just won't reveal it because his dad swore him to secrecy about some stuff that was going on in their life. Yeah, that that comes up later too. All so right. yeah, Vin Di- yeah, ex- yeah, I know, I know. Needless to say, Dom wins the race. Thickens. Yes, <laughs> yes. Um, Dom wins the race, and John Cena goes no, and just keeps driving away and never returns because that's what his brother told him. And now John is the international super spy turned terrorist. Thanks to his brother, <laughs> thanks to his brother Dom being a terrible human being. Good job. So Dom um, created the villain. He Dom created, created the villain out of okay. his own brother. Mm-hmm. Mr. Family made his own brother a villain. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh, would you like to know how Dom and Letty found out Jacob was around? Would you like to know? Yes. Levi? Yeah. Well, Levi, let me tell you what happened. There was a scene, you know, it was a chase scene, right? Through like the, the, the woods jungle somewhere because they had to go pick up. Uh, they found a sick, you know, they work for the government now, basically. So they need they had to go pick something up. They're supposed to go to a plane crash, pick up an artifact. Um, no one could hack the safe. Of course, their hacker could hack the safe within five seconds. So mm-hmm. they get a piece of this artifact. They don't know what it does. But I would like to tell you what vehicles they have while they're running away from a military envoy. Okay. You ready? Yeah. A Jeep. Mm. Okay. So that's a decent off road vehicle. Mm hmm. Some sort of like it's not really a tank, but like one of those big military like vehicles. That yeah, can, I know what you're talking fire. about. Yeah, one of those. Yeah. Um, a Dodge, like a Dodge. I don't know, maybe a Challenger. Char- Super Challenger. Yeah, okay. yeah, probably a Challenger. Yeah, and a motorcycle. Bullets are flying, and they, I don't even know. <laughs> Bullets are flying, and ladies on a motorcycle. Um. Oh, by the way, I have dialogue for you. Ready for this? Mm-hmm. Letty. I'll take point. Dom, be careful. Letty, careful is when you get hurt mm-hmm. as she speeds off on her motorcycle. On her motorcycle. Careful is when you get hurt? Yes, yeah, what she said. That was what okay. I've read it when I, is careful is how you get hurt. Yeah, you know, she said careful, being careful is when you get hurt is what she said. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, okay. yeah. Well, here they are, you know, driving away and they run to a, uh, there's a field of landmines that they drive through. Mm-hmm. Um, Tyrese is in a tank that can't go fast enough to run through landmines. Mm-hmm. His vehicle doesn't go that fast. Of course, it's Tyrese because he's always the panicky one. 
Mm-hmm. So his doesn't go fast enough to get through landmines, but you know, he somehow survives. He gets through there. Oh, his car gets blown up by a landmine, gets stuck between two rocks and he has to climb out of it. And there's a landmine directly under it. So he has to not land on the landmine directly under him. Wow. So he does that. And then he runs and then the car blows up. The car falls onto the landmine and blows up. And then he somehow not died, not dead, of course. Mm-hmm. And Ludacris like, why are you not dead? Mm. And he's like, I don't know. Because the movies find out the movie. Oh, but oh, I was telling you how they found out uh, Jacob John Cena was still alive mm-hmm. and around. Um, Letty's on her motorcycle. She like takes hits a ramp, um, but another car like comes up and knocks her off the motorcycle. She goes flying, but because of the power of family, Vin Diesel is able to spin his Challenger around to make sure she lands on top of the car and not on the hard ground. Mm. So she lands. He swerves. She lands on top of the car with the power of family. And, you know, they're staring into the distance and they see a Mustang pull up beside him. And it's John Cena picking up the piece of the artifact they had. And he looks at him and they look at him. And he looks at them and then he smiles and then he drives off. And that's how they find out Dom, John Cena, uh, that that uh, Dom's brother is still alive. That's oh, how about wow. This. Yes. Mm. Yes. Yes. Can we back this, up for a second? Talk to me. On that whole ludicrous line of mm-hmm. why aren't you dead yet? And he says, yes. I don't know. I feel like that was edited after the table read because I want to say the original line, and this is me just guessing here. Yeah. I want to say the writers probably came up with something clever. Like, I don't know. I think we're really just living in a movie, but Vin Diesel (laughs) got really offended by that hearing it at the table read and probably threw some stuff and said, you think this is just a movie? You you, you think our lives are just (laughs) movies? This is real life. This is, this is real life. We are a family. So, yeah. Well, you know, what's funny, what's funny about that, Levi, is he doesn't even say that. I just gave him, I don't know. He just made a noise, like a real, a real, like upset noise. He has just been Uh, through a lot. Yeah. uh, So he didn't even say, I don't know. So you could be right. And they took the line out. I like the picture. Funny stuff. I like to imagine Tyrese wants to play, wants to say serious things and they always make him, make him do a joke. Yeah. That's what I like to imagine. Yeah. Tyrese's like, yo, I think I can have a really good moment here. Like, ah, but we can just do something funny. Yeah, I've heard the Tyrese bit has gotten old, but it's so you know, old. Um, yeah. yeah, I don't watch, so I don't know. Yeah. Uh, so, um, uh, let me see where I can skip down. Oh, here's the fun line: John Cena is visiting Villain HQ, where they have a lady villain from a previous movie whose name I don't remember because I forget these people as soon as I leave the theater. Which is why I had to take detailed notes for Fast and Furious because I was just trying to erase everything that happens from my mind as fast as fast as over. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's like, they're like, have her. They're like trying to use her, I guess, basically. Mm-hmm. But she talks to him and she's like psychoanalyzing him, basically. And John okay. goes, oh, you read my psyche evaluation. Good job. And she goes, I read your second grade report card because that's what I do. Yeah, she learned him already. Yeah, yeah, that was her comeback. Okay. Her second grade report card. And nice. then she gave us a history lesson. This villain lady who's not doing anything gave us mm-hmm. a history lesson. She mentioned Kazad Khan. Do you know who that is? No. Genghis Khan's little brother. And she said, no one's heard of him either. She said, no one's heard of him either. She's talking about him and Dom, basically talking about John and Dom's relationship. I'm like, yeah, oh. no one's heard of him either. It's like, ooh, ooh, war legends. <laughs> <laughs> Comparing right. them to war legends. All right. Yes, yes. So as the team is licking their wounds and everything, um, they're like, ladies, like, so you want to tell us about Jacob? And Dom's like, and team's like, who's Jacob? And they tell him who Jacob is, right? Mm-hmm. And Tyrese is like laying out everything. Jacob is like, so you telling me this dude that drove a car through here and there and did the- Oh, yeah, Jacob drove a car off a cliff and got picked up by a magnetized helicopter. 
um, Hacksaw's jet as you wow. do. Yeah. So wow. yeah, Fast and Furious, mm. Fast and Furious. Yeah. Um. So he says all the stuff that he did, uh, that that uh, Jacob John Cena did, right? Mm-hmm. He's like, who is this? He said, ain't no way. He's like, who does that? He's like, who does that kind of stuff? And Ludacris goes, I tell you, does it a Toretto? I'm like, and at this point, I almost left the theater. Mm-hmm. I was very close to just being like, I'm done with this movie. I'm not doing this. But I stayed for the podcast, Levi. I stayed Thank for you. the show. Thank you. <laughs> I stayed for the show. <laughs> Fought through it. <laughs> yeah, I did. I did because I was over it at this point. I should. We should have gotten you to. Did, did you tally how many times you wanted? How many different times you wanted to get up and leave during the there's movie? There's a certain point. <laughs> I, there's a certain note in here that says, "Wow, I'm only an hour into this movie." <laughs> <laughs> that's that's definitely a note that I took at some point. Um, because it was just a lot. It was too much happening for me. Have they gotten the space yet? Because that's the one. No, space toward the very end. Okay, I do have space. Space toward the very end. I'm I'm gonna skip around in a little bit. What I leave off at? Oh yeah, they Um, find out about. Oh yeah, I had dialogue. Crazy dialogue. Crazy dialogue is my favorite part. That's what a turn. So when they find out about Jacob, it's not like Don explains who Jacob is or why Jacob's around, why he has a brother he didn't tell anybody about. This Mm -hmm. way he does say anything with happens with him. This is on me and me alone. Mm -hmm. And you know them being a team, you know. Yeah, they're, they're a family, like, not a team. Yeah, exactly. They're a family. They go, yeah. Lucas, nah, this is on us. Yes, that's what family yeah. does. Yeah, yeah, it's the exact dialogue. Mm-hmm. This is on us. I'm like, of course, that's what he says because Fast mm-hmm. Furious, Fast Furious, baby. Yeah. So then they get to work. Um, they're fake using Tyrese to like make little jokes about the nonsense they do in the series. Mm-hmm. He's like, yo, you think about how none of us have been in trouble? Like, look at my jacket. There are bullet holes in it. <laughs> I am not shot. Like, how is that happening? Like, are we invincible? Like, what's yeah. going on? Like, they're trying to it use him like, like <laughs> yeah, yeah, right, right. They're trying to use him to make like some some funny jokes about the series, which I did appreciate. Because yeah. if you're gonna be crazy, at least lean into it just a touch for me. What, you know? what do they call that? They're breaking the fourth wall. Breaking the fourth wall. Is, yeah, exactly yes. what I said. Yeah. Um. At this point, the team split up, and there's a Tokyo team. Um. And it's it's the it's Lady and Mia, the the Tokyo team all. back. Okay. Yes, it, yes. They're going to they're going to search for undead Han because they found out Han might be alive. Uh-huh. Like, what? Han's alive? Ain't no mm-hmm. way Han's alive. So they go to search for what I call undead Han. I call him mm-hmm. undead Han. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, this is something that annoys me in movies when people get food and they're talking and then they stop eating the food. I'm like, weren't you just hungry? Yeah. You, you ate like two bites. Why'd you, where'd mm-hmm. you go? They happened in this movie because they mm-hmm. saw something on a postcard that Han sent 20, like 12 years ago or whatever, whenever he died. And they're like, oh, this relates to that. Let's put down this fresh bowl of ramen in Tokyo. Tokyo ramen, real ramen, Levi. Mm-hmm. They stopped eating it to go look in this house. And at this point, you know, they're in the house being nosy and a ninja lady shows up. It's like, oh, snap, mm-hmm. this ninja lady. I like her. She a ninja. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And she working with Han and they cool people and they beat up much people in the house. At one point, Mia hit a man in the head with a soup ladle. But it was just like a distraction because then she hit him with a pot afterwards. Yeah, so that was fun. A little one-two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, a lot of heady plays the place. Oh, Cardi B is in the movie. That's just the note. Cardi B, two question marks. <laughs> what's, what's her character in the movie? She was a fake Interpol agent. What is Interpol? So she was a stripper? International police. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was thinking, you know, she's the, the one stripper that creates, uh, that gives more information into the timeline of the story or, you know, the plot of the story. Let me tell you the heady plays and the counter heady play that took place. Okay. So John Cena's working with a rich dude who's like the father of an of a amb- ambassador or something, right? Mm-hmm. Overseas ambassador. Well, um, 
Dom goes to the house to visit to talk to his bro, right? Because mm-hmm. he well, he gets taken there actually. He takes the house to talk to his talk to his bro. So Dom pulls up at the crib. He goes in the house. They pull guns on each other and start, you know, like they about to do something. And Reese comes in the house like, hey, guess what? This I'm a, I'm the son of an ambassador, which makes any building I have technically an embassy. So you technically is trespassed on the embassy state. So all my enterprise is gonna take you away now. So mm-hmm. Dom gets arrested. He's in the Interpol car, and I'm like, "Oh, heady play." Mm-hmm. That's that's the I think that's what the note says. Let me see what the note says. Oh yeah, Dom gets arrested by Interpol. Heady play by Senator by Cenaretto's business partner. It's called Cenaretto. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was, and this is where all the Interpol, as much the Interpol ladies, basically, but they're not for Interpol. They work with Dom somehow because he somehow knew this was going to happen. They how we knew that they don't tell me. Mm-hmm. He just had to figure it out. So then Cardi B telling him a bunch of stuff and just giving random dialogue that had nothing to do with anything. And that's how Cardi B was there. She was a fake Interpol agent. I think it was mm. Cardi. I think it was Daddy Cardi B a scene. I feel like at this point, Fast Furious, like, oh, celebrities who like the series, let's give them a roll. Yeah. Let's give them a shot. Yeah. Um, so let's skip ahead in the story, Levi. Let's go to space. Oh, Han is back. He's alive. Mm-hmm. Um, it's nice and everything. Um, where's he been? Oh. Oh, he's been, he was working with the secret, with the government people that they work with, but he couldn't tell them because they need, he needed them to think he was dead. He, yeah. he needed everyone to think he was dead. You know, Witness protection. Yeah. Yeah, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I can't skip this. Their little hideout gets raided because it was a hideout from the government. And Cena used to work for the government before he betrayed the government, basically. Oh, mm. Cena tells Dom that, yo, I ain't, I never killed our father. He was in debt. He wanted to lose that race on purpose, so he had me switch the cables. I didn't know it would catch on fire, you massive dummy. So, yeah. So what do you want, like an insurance claim or something? I think he was going to get more by throwing the race. I think somebody paid him, throw, paid his debt. Oh, throw the race. okay, throwing the so race. So he needed okay. to lose the race. But okay. the problem was whatever wires they switched in the car made it catch on fire when it, when he got wrecked. That's really weird, though. That's See, that's where you just lost me right there because dude could have just, you know, not a accelerated as fast. He could have not go finished pedal first. To the metal. Exactly. He could have not been in first exactly. place the whole race. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. But no, he was going to throw it convincingly. Yeah. And then his, his car, when his car wrecked, he blew up. I guess, I guess Vin Diesel's father was such the goat at racing. He couldn't possibly lose. Like the dude was allergic yeah, that's to a, losing. Apparently. Yeah. Apparently. So Cena tells Dom that. And, you know, Dom's innocence is now broken as a child. Mm. Well, let me tell you what happens next when Dom doesn't believe the story, Levi. Oh, okay. Um, they beat up a bunch of the uh, people that Cena and the rich dude have worked for him. Okay. They, they're running away, trying to get away from them. Um, there's a ladder. They climb this ladder out the sewer level, right? Climb this ladder. And instead of pushing the ladder over after he climbed through, what Vin does is close the vault, lock it, like barricade, lock it, right? Lock the vault from the inside. Look at Letty and say, I'm always here. He, this, he points at his heart. It's like, I'm always right here. And Letty's looking at him like, what are you doing, bro? And I'm looking like, bro, you could have just kicked the ladder over and locked the door behind you. There's no reason because they can't climb up there. You could just kick the ladder down the sewer, but no. He had to do that. So he climbs back down and now he's fighting off 30 like agent people. Okay. Mm-hmm. Dom, it's Dom one versus 30. And like every time one tries to get up the ladder, they could kick down. He breaks through all the people and throws them off the ladder. He got a lot of weird, really crazy kills in though. I'm not going to lie. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's throwing dudes over, breaking dudes backs and stuff. Right. <laughs> Levi. Mm-hmm. Let me say what he did. All right. There are chains in there. Right. He, he's all the dudes are grabbing him. He grabs the chains. All right. Grabs the chains. 
pulls them down and collapses the whole building. So we got he's Samson. He's turned into Samson. Yeah. He turned into Samson. Who Eli. did this? This was They Cena? turned Dom into Samson. Oh, Dom. Oh, my God. No, this God. is Vin Diesel. Dom, yes. <laughs> <laughs> he turned into Samson. Okay, please, Levi. And please now tell me my man's had water. a wig on when he did it. Please tell me my man's nope, had he was bald. long flowing hair. He was hair. bald. This is why it, it didn't even work. That's why it didn't Dang even it. work. Yeah, it didn't even work for out. me. Yes, exactly. So he's in the water like this with his hands all out, right? Because he's about to drown to death with all the agents that he killed. And he has a spirit. He has what I described as a spiritual experience. Okay, so he's seeing how big is these- this building? I'm sorry. How big? Like, what is this building made out of? <laughs> I don't know. It was so like he literally it was like up- a safe house, like an underground lair. It's as big as they needed to be for the plot, I guess. I don't know. It's as big as they need to be for the plot. It's an underground lair type thing with tech in it. Mm-hmm. So he pulls it down. He's drowned. He's in the water having a spiritual experience. We have all these flashbacks to his childhood, but he's walking mm-hmm. through the moments because he's not dead. Okay. Mm. Um, because he's not dying, but he's like his spirit is walking through these childhood moments or whatever. Yeah. So he's thinking about how oh how he walked in on the phone. He like heard his dad on the phone one time talking about, look, I know it's a lot of debt, but I'm I'm trying to get it paid off. And his dad comes mm-hmm. going like, Oh, you saw that moment, did you? Now you mm-hmm. realize your brother's not a liar, aren't you? And mm-hmm. then he sees his Dom sees his son because he has a son, you know. He has mm. he has a son by another woman who got murdered by the villain lady, I think, at some point. I don't know what movie that happened mm-hmm. in, but it happened apparently. Um, so yeah, he sees he sees his son there too for some reason, and then he sees the mom was on the track right before his, his father's terrible accident. I'm like, what is happening, bro? And he's in his water for a long time. I'm like, okay, he at least got brain damage or something at this point. Um, yeah, but remember how I told you, Letty was barricaded right mm-hmm. she was in the thing he barricaded and collapsed mm-hmm. um the next thing you see is her in the water with her hand out like this and then dom wakes up back wherever they are hiding out now hiding out at now and mm-hmm. yeah he locked the gate behind him levi how she get out Done. Uh, th- thank you Thank you. I was very The note says, and Dom's now inexplicably saved, dot, dot. Dom literally locked the gate into the ladder behind him. And somehow a lady from the other side broke out and saved Dom, who has no brain damage, even though he was drowning in the water. Yeah. Yeah. So now we're like at the final fight. Oh, also, John Cena um, ziplined across like seven buildings ah. at one point. And nice. he had a, he had like infinite zipline guns in his backpack. So he would shoot <laughs> zipline. He was like zipline from one spot to the next. Shoot zipline yeah. gun again, keep ziplining. Shoot mm. again, keep ziplining. But Dom had a great form tackle on him on one of the ziplines. Like Dom came through and like, ah, got him. Mm. Good tackle. A very good tackle. I skipped a lot of stuff. It's so much stuff happening in this movie. Oh yeah, magnets are a big deal in this movie, by the way. Okay. Magnetized yeah. like cars. There's like mm. a car for like a British parcel of service. That's like not UPS, um, but they use that magnet. They turn the magnet up all the way, and somehow they catch John Cena's car from the other side of the street, and then it crashes through and lands directly into that into the the car, which was big enough to fit into the the postal the package service hmm. vehicle. Yeah, magnets, magnets. Uh, Francis Ngannou is here. He's a villain. Oh. He's he's a henchman for the villains, basically. Okay. He gets into a fight with Han, by the way. It's Han wins. No. Not through not through force. He gets beat up very badly, but he straps a bomb to his chest and it magnetizes him out the window and then ejects him out the car and with a parachute. And then Francis Ngannou blows up. Really bad for the UFC's business numbers. That really yeah. sucks. Lost a big star yeah. right there. Um, 
Yeah. That, yeah well, so. that's just one little small part out of all the parts we've had to suspend disbelief. The rest of it sounds very realistic. <laughs> yes. 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 <laughs> um, oh, here's my note. Uh, I can't read this note fully. My demo is in this box. Um, I said, these in word this space. I said, <laughs> I said, these in word this space. They in mm-hmm. space. So how they get? Um, the oh, space. we got now. They got the yes, space. Please. Oh, let me see how they got the space. The Tokyo Drift creators, uh, Bow Wow, and the other dudes that were in Tokyo Drift, mm-hmm. the technical, the I guess the guys that did the mechanic stuff, mm-hmm. they built a car that can, you know, with the jet packs on it, basically with like mm. space fuel stuff they built mm. this so they strap it to a plane levi they mm-hmm. take the plane as high as the plane can go then it, and then they launch the car off the plane with with the the rocket stuff mm-hmm. and then it gets into orbit and then it stays in orbit because they had see they have to go to space levi because the piece there so john cena and the dude want a weapon right it's like something that can control all the weapons in the world basically Mm-hmm. weapon that can control all the weapons so they want that and they want to put it together and they can have you know basically have world domination at that point but they have to link it to a satellite so Ludacris and Tyrese go into space to stop the satellite from launching they want to they want to break the satellite or shut okay. the satellite down the way the thing will have any any relay signal right so they in space floating in space and then they start maneuvering the car towards the satellite in space they're driving a car yeah. With no tires, mm-hmm. floating in space, Levi. Okay, and they don't have any oxygen, correct? No, no helmet song. No, or... no, they do have. They do have spacesuits. They do have spacesuits. Oh, oh, okay. They have okay. spacesuits. Yes, yes. Okay. So we'll give them that much. They do have a yeah. spacesuit. Thank, thank um, you. Yes, they they covered that base at least. Mm-hmm. But would you like to know how they blew the satellite up? Would you like to know? Can I can I take a stab at it? Yes. Please. Does it involve a car cigarette lighter? It doesn't. It oh doesn't. man, I was hoping it would involve that. But. <laughs> they had some kind of they had some kind of big master plan, right? But that plan didn't work out because it just uh-huh. wasn't gonna it just wasn't gonna work. That plan they had didn't work out. The tech the technical stuff aspect of it didn't work. Um, Ludacris is the numbers guy. He's very upset about this. Um, oh, also surprise, surprise. Uh, John Cena got betrayed by his villain friend. So now John Cena's. Yes, so John Cena is now a part of the family again because he's trying to beat the villain. So now the family's looking out for him. They're like, we're not gonna let them take you out like that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So now he's family. Yeah. Um. So uh. Yeah. So while they're in space, and Tyrese is like, so Tyrese is bringing out. He's like, why don't we just kill it? Like, just drive through the satellite in space mm-hmm. in the space car. He's like, activate the, activate the nitrous and just let you drive through it. And Ludacris like, man, that ain't gonna happen, man. Worst case, we get blown up. Worst case, and we're floating up here forever. And so, you know what Tyrese tells him, Levi? <laughs> what, what is it? You know, he's like, no, he said, you yes. gotta have faith, bro. Yes. And Ludacris is like, what's faith got to do with the numbers, man? It's numbers <laughs> and science. And my note is existential crisis, existential conversation about faith versus numbers in outer space. Yes. Dude, you know, they, can't, they covered all the bases in this movie, man. <laughs> And while Tyrese is giving this speech about space, about about faith and numbers, they're showing a montage of things happening on Earth as they do weird things with cars that don't make sense and try and break into other cars and do saving things. So then, you know what they do, Levi? You know what Ludacris and Tyrese do? They <laughs> crash their car through the satellite, Levi. <laughs> so they break the satellite with a Pontiac, a Pontiac Fiero. 
don't even know what year this Pontiac. I don't even know what year they made the Pontiac Fiero, but mm. that's what they crashed it in. That's what they did. They mm. crashed their Pontiac Fiero through the satellite to blow it up and mm. shut out the uplink. By the way, the uplink was at 99.6%, by the way. Mm. That's how clutch they were. They were this close to not doing it, but they wow. did. Wow. But also we're back on Earth and they're still stuck in space. Also, my note says, I don't even dot, dot. All right. Um, yeah. So we're back on Earth. <laughs> Everything is saved. Um, Dom, and, Dom and Cena are talking and Dom's like, it's going to be a lot of people after you, little brother. And Cena's like, yeah, I know. And Dom goes, you know, one time somebody gave me a 10-second head start, a 10-second car, and gave me a head start. I'm going to do the same for you. So he gave me the keys to his supercharged car or whatever. So trying to get away. By the way, my note was, Dom didn't apologize for all the years of pain he caused his brother. And this kind of messed up. I'm just yeah, saying. Yeah, like, I know you gave him the car to get away. But I'm sorry would have gone a long way there, bro. Yeah. You really would have. And you didn't do it. Mm-hmm. So, you know, kind of trash. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, by the way, Ludacris and Tyrese are still in space. They're not back yet. Um, but, oh, you like know how Ludacris and Tyrese got back to Earth? Yes, yes. Their car floating. Apparently, there was random people on a space mission around the same time. Some random uh, government was in space. And they're like, uh, and they were like. So it wasn't Bezos and his brother. No, it wasn't Bezos this time. No, no it wasn't Bezos. No. May have been galactic. Um, I'm nah. not sure. But yeah, they were like, are those two guys in space in a Pontiac? <laughs> and then that's basically that's what the people said and it's in subtitles they're speaking a the foreign language so it's in subtitles uh, so then that's apparently how they got back to earth apparently this ship just had extra room to take two more passengers how they, they even get ex- into the yeah whatever yeah. how do you even get into the ship like fast and furious yeah fast and furious well um, with this so, can i can i make another observation yes. um yes please uh, it probably doesn't sound best coming from me but do you find it weird that they took the two black dudes to space when I feel like in reality, the two black dudes are going to be the last ones to volunteer to go in space. I've just heard that from other black people. I'm sorry. It's maybe bad. We can snix yeah. that, but I've heard other black people say, no, it was I'm not going to space. You know what else was yeah, funny? No, you're right. No, no, you're right. You're right. No, you're right. You're right. We're not, we ain't going to space. We ain't got nothing to do with that. Um, you know what else? You know what else was funny? What? You know how you knew what Tyrese and Ludacris scene was coming up? A hip hop song will play. <laughs> Every single time, every single time, it'd be a rap song. Every single time, a rap song would play. I'm like, oh, it must be a Tyrese and Ludacris scene. And every time it was, every time, didn't fail, not once. Dude, shut up. <laughs> you changed my mind, bro. I gotta go see this movie now. <laughs> You, you should go watch. Just see the ridiculousness of it, bro. <laughs> I send you my. I send you all my notes, and you can just watch it with the notes as to accompany yeah. you. And you'll yes. see the spots where I tuned out and just stopped paying attention for a little bit and just didn't want to write anything. It's <laughs> great. Every What's the Rotten Tomatoes ratings on Fast Song? It's probably yeah. higher than it should be. It's probably. Yeah, it probably is. I'm Why do people love yeah. that? Like, <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know, bro. I really don't. Oh, yeah. They have another flashback to Young Dom consoling uh, Young Cena after their father's death. Right? Mm-hmm. Like, still on the train. He's sitting down, like, emotional. And Dom, to, I think my note says, another flashback, Young Dom Cena talking after the father's death. Dom's reassuring Lord Bro they'd be okay, period. He lied. Because it was a lie. You weren't okay because you made you made your brother leave, like, in Lion King 2 when they kicked the homie out, when they just exiled the homie. You seen Lion King too? 
Yeah, yeah. You remember when they exiled Nala's boyfriend? Nala had a boyfriend, they exiled him, and they and the, and the zebra sung about it. Deception. Remember that? Dang, man. No, I don't. It's, it's been a minute since I've seen the second one. Okay. It's been a yeah, minute. Yeah, they exiled, they exiled her little, her boyfriend because he, mm. he was technically Scar's, like, he was Scar's wives, Scar's, one of Scar's women's uh, <laughs> kid or something. I don't know. Something weird happened. But, you know, yeah. one of those Scar stuff going on. He was sitting there. He was supposed to be sitting there to kill something, but he wasn't going to do it. Yeah. But they kicked him out. He got exiled. Um, that's how that's how Dom did his bro Loki. That's how Dom did Cena. Dang. Um, but yeah, yeah. Dom, um, but bro. you know they had one more cookout. They went back because they always end with the, with a nice cookout scene yeah. at the family house. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody was there. Um, they they did a night. They did a decent tribute to um, Brian. Where like they just had his car pull up because they had kind of the way they didn't. They still haven't necessarily said Paul Walker's character is gone. Mm-hmm. Why he's gone? They just like. There's like, oh yeah, he's doing this or whatever. Because in this movie, he was at home taking care of all the kids while Mia was out being mm-hmm. on a mission. Because and they made that work because John Cena was also her brother too. Because you know, Mia and Vin Diesel's brother and sister, so Jacob is her brother too. So they did kind of make that work. They mm-hmm. did the scene where like he was gonna pull up at the end, you know, so for the cookout and everything. So that was fine, I guess. Oh, I'm sorry. One more thing. Their hacker has never driven a car, Levi. She doesn't drive. She's the only member of the team that doesn't drive. Would you like to know who helped lead the big chase that caught um, John Cena's character? The one that doesn't drive. <laughs> the one that doesn't drive, Levi. She did yeah. it. Mm, of course. By the way, she also yes. happened to hijack the same car. That Lu- she also happened to hijack the vehicle that Ludacris and Tyrese were in while they were being like because they were like in the back of the of the of the truck being like you know dealt with by the villain by like some him henchmen mm-hmm. but she happened to actually steal that same car that happened to be the car she got into and steal mm. yeah mm. um yeah that's yeah because yeah. because that's because the power of family makes anything possible that's, yeah it does that's what i learned fast furious so yeah yeah that's my fast furious fast nine review um, if you would like to see it with the accompanying notes, text me. I will send you the notes. You can go watch the movie for yourself with my notes and tell me how you feel. Yeah. Afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If I decide I need to go waste two hours and 30 minutes of my life, um, I will do oh, that. Oh, it was a long two hours and 30 minutes, bro. It really was. Um, yeah, so, uh, yeah. So Space Jam? Well, uh, before we get okay. into that, yes, uh, two things. One. I gotta take a pee break. But two before that, okay. I looked up what their Rotten Tomatoes score is. What is it? I didn't look at it because the first article that popped up was from Screen Rant, and it said why F9's Rotten Tomatoes rating keeps changing and what it means. So apparently, somebody oh. messing with it, bro. <laughs> it started out fresh. Oh, the people hating. Yeah, well, it started out fresh, went to rotten, then went to fresh again, and then back to rotten. So, uh, oh, that sounds like sounds like studio nonsense. I think it is. I think uh, somebody's playing with the numbers. Yeah, the studio trying to keep it fresh, and the people said no. Uh, right now, I think it's at eighty-two percent. That's ridiculous. That is incredibly high, way higher than it should be. It should be first. Uh, okay, at the time of this article, is fifty nine percent, which is rot a little bit rotten, but um, yeah. So mm. yeah, you gotta get below forty percent and talk about it. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's true. All right, I'll be back in a second. <laughs> I'm gonna rate it poor. All right, I'm gonna rate it poorly. Listen, vote talk about it. Bet. <laughs> <laughs> 
I love the pause recording feature. That way I don't have to <laughs> just stop and come back to it. It's so clutch. But yeah, so we also watched Space Jam, Levi. We both watched Space Jam. Yeah. We both did see it. Did you HBO Max it? That's what I did. Yeah. At a friend's yes. house. I don't have HBO Max. Oh, word, word, word. That's what I did. HBO Max it. Yeah. I didn't um, realize it was out. I found out actually. I'm like, oh, it's out. Let's just go. I was trying to watch my son to watch on HBO Max. So let's just watch Space Jam, see what this is about. Yeah. Um, You have notes on Space Jam, apparently. Yeah, I went back and looked at the notes. They suck. My notes suck. And I got tired of writing notes like halfway into it. Not even halfway. But um, what I found. Taking notes I, is difficult. Yeah, it is. Uh, well, I kind of want to start with the beginning scene with to flashback mm-hmm. of young LeBron. Um, yeah, so like LeBron got, got addicted, got really good and addicted to a Game Boy Color in two hours. And then... <laughs> had to have a life lesson um, after those two hours because he couldn't have video games anymore because he lost the game-winning shot. Was it the coach's fault? Because he kept telling all the other players, only LeBron shoot. He's clearly yelling out the game plan. And so, but yeah, Coach Julius told him to give up the video games, and that's how the plot started. Yes, yes, because he was unfocused is what he yes. was. Yeah. And that's the life lesson LeBron took into his parenting style with his yeah. with his kids because his one son was like trying to make video games and stuff. His other son was trying to ball. And yeah. he ain't like he ain't like that. Well, um, I want I want to know if LeBron's friend ever got his Game Boy color back because I mean the coach question. threw away the Game Boy color wasn't even LeBron's. Yo, he did, didn't he? Yeah. Yes. That's really crazy. So nah, LeBron somebody... owes a buddy a Game Boy color. Good luck finding one of those. Oh, you got one still? Yeah. You put batteries in it, it still works too. That's the crazy part. Nice. Well, I guess you can tell me this because I never owned a color. Um, I had friends that had one, but um, did that game even exist? That looked like a Bugs Bunny Mario crossover, pretty much. I feel like they made it up. Okay. I think they made it up for sure. So that was a weird way to introduce um, LeBron's fandom into the Looney Tunes as well. (laughs) Yes. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. Everything, everything is a, everything in this movie was a, was a commercial product. (laughs) It was, it was. Everything had a purpose in it. (laughs) Bro, they redefined product placement in this movie. Oh, I I promise you they did. They were all one. Uh, Where do we go after that? Oh yeah, he went to the house and LeBron's telling his son the same thing. Yeah, but I want to know. So this is where the confusion started for me. Well, I mean, Mm -hmm. after I got past the whole, yo, bro, you really going to let your coach throw away your homeboys Game Boy. Um, (laughs) Then I got called up on who's who's dude number two. Is that supposed to be Bronny? Is that supposed to be a son? Who is that? Who which one who keeps the one who keeps getting hit in the head with the ball? Oh, apparently oh. LeBron has a contraption where you just say ball and it'll shoot. A ball oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know. I feel like I don't know which I don't know what they named the sons in this movie. I feel like they kept them unnamed for a specific reason. I want to say the youngest kid's name was Dom, bro. <laughs> Wait, I think. Why do I think you're right? I think it was Dom. I'm pretty sure oh. Vin Diesel was the, the main Vin character, Diesel. the youngest son. But it was Dom. It was Dominic Dom. James. Yes. 
right. Answer another question for me. Am I stupid or did I really read an article or see an article back when Bronny had the little, uh, you know, Snapchat mishap, drug mishap? Wasn't that like a fallout? Wasn't that like, a oh, he's not going to be in Space Jam anymore because of that? I thought or am I making joke. that up? Okay. I mean, it was just a joke people made. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because none of his real family was in the movie. Wait, so that's not really LeBron's son in there? No, those are actors. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, those are all actors. That tells you how much actors I know about... That wasn't Savannah either. Oh, I knew that. I knew that. And <laughs> I was confused about that as well, because I'd heard, which this could have just been rumor, especially when they're planning to move to LA, people just trying to throw narratives in there. But I heard she wanted to be an actress or get into that, so I was confused as that as well, because that could have been yeah. first movie role. Yeah. So yeah, the acting yeah. chops. No, no, no. But yeah, um, so the movie keeps going, and then, uh, oh yeah, how we how do we get to it? Oh yeah, Dante's character's name was Al G Rhythm for algorithm, which I, I actually just got enjoyed that. that. Today. I just you did? got that today. <laughs> I did not know what they were doing with that. I did not know for some reason. I cannot think of algorithms. I don't yeah. know why. I actually I actually enjoyed that. Um, mm. The way I still don't fully understand how they made him a how he was a sentient being. I haven't yeah. figured that part out yet mm-hmm. because he was what they, what were they doing a pitch meeting for LeBron to like play yes. anything, be in anything. Yeah. And then he thought it was stupid. And then <laughs> apparently the computer algorithm got very upset. And then this is, this is where the plot line starts to look a little similar to fast nine, because like <laughs> you said, Vin Diesel pretty much created the villain, um, his brother. Yes. Yeah, yes. LeBron pretty much created the villain in Al G because, uh, you know, he didn't have to call the computer stupid and all that, but he did. Right, yeah. right. Um, the, he, became, he became self-aware is how Wikipedia describes it. Al G became so, secretly became self-aware. <laughs> yeah, and requires and desired more recognition. I love people who write plots for, for Wikipedia. Yes. I love people who write the plots. Yeah. He's like, he requires, he's like, Al G who was secretly who has secretly become self-aware and desires more recognition from the world. He lures the two LeBron and his son into the, into the server room and traps him in virtual reality. Mm-hmm. Um, that's, mm-hmm. That is what Algae Rhythm did. He trapped yeah. them in the in virtual reality, and we'll, which I still don't fully understand how we got here. Yeah. Why did they just get, this, at this point, you know what I said? Y'all should have did the Independence Day two things, kept with aliens. The aliens just got a better plan or something. Yes, yes. Like, just keep yeah. the aliens. Because the aliens got a cameo. Uh, really, you saw him get a cameo. The Monstars did? Yeah. At the basketball game, they're on they they the in, court. On the bas- at the basketball they're game? They were at the court. Yeah, they were at the court. That's right. They were the small version right. of themselves before they had steroids. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it was just really kind of confusing to me. And then the whole yes. the whole plot of uh, uh, we're going to have a game. We'll have a, a game off. I don't know. It was just really weird. It was just all weird. Contract. The fact that I still don't understand how they got the NBA players that he got. Yeah. Uh, see, they don't explain that either. And no, wait, oh no, they no, do. No. They do. They do they explain do? that actually. Yes. Oh, okay. Um, those were like the players they had already highlighted earlier when LeBron's son was showing him his video game. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that makes sense. The, son, the video yeah. game seemed kind of fun too, by the way. I mean, it really just seemed that. like a more futuristic space. I mean, not space NBA jam. Uh, 
Yes, that. And I was thinking, what was the whole, what was the old arcade NBA game? NBA Slam. Jam? Jam, yes. Yeah, NBA that's Jam. It. That's, that's it, what it, it, yeah. it was just a fancy yeah. version of a. Uh, I was yeah, here for it. NBA. I was yeah. here for it. Yeah. I need a, I need a demo version of that or something. Yeah. I was going to hook that up. So, yeah. Um, And then Dom, LeBron's son is secretly Algae. He thinks Algae Rhythm is his friend, but he's, what, just trying to control him so he can trap everybody in the virtual world? Yeah, the old... um. Yeah, your father doesn't care about you. Yes. Uh, what what has he done for you? Um, <laughs> I I liked the uh, jabs. I re- of course I really appreciated the jabs. Of, the jabs were funny. Yeah, LeBron not being loyal. Um, right. Yeah, different stuff like that. So yeah, yeah, yeah. The, jab, the jabs were well placed. Um, yes. This. So then we just did we end up at oh yeah LeBron got stuck in Toon World and then found all the cartoons they didn't know about the basketball game for half time right he didn't know that we didn't know why he was there at first right figured it out later man i'm trying to no he knew i think he knew he didn't know i thought he just got lost at first no because he had already told him oh like, you're yeah, right he did tell game, him. yeah so yeah yeah uh, we'll send you and so apparently him going to looney tunes or algae sending him the looney tune world like that was like the worst possible world he could end up in to find. Oh yeah, to, to find best to find hoopers. Yeah, yeah to yeah. find hoopers. Yeah, yeah, because he was trying to get Batman and all the Superman and everybody on the squad. Yeah, but it wasn't that easy. He named though. all the. No, it's never that easy. And, and it can never be that easy because when he shows up in Toon World, only one dude is there, and it's Bugs Bunny. Yep. Yeah. yeah, and then and then Bugs like this sounds familiar. Yeah, and they putting the team together. And then he gets all this, all the good old tunes. And then LeBron's trying to be hard nosed Tom Thibodeau coach with the yes. tunes. Yeah, just like he was with his son at the beginning. No games. Yes, you got to be out here. You got to yes. be committed. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you want to so be great? Bad. Do you want to be great? <laughs> this plot is so bad. Yeah. I think well, Marvin the Martian was my favorite cartoon because he was just being Marvin the Martian. Yeah, that, that was funny. Um, yeah. I mean, the movie was funny. Uh, it, it really was. wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. I agree, honestly. Yeah. Like, it's a cheesy movie that, as an adult, you should laugh at because yes. it's so cheesy. Yeah. But I honestly feel like it was a decent film, though, honestly. Like, it's yeah. something that, you know, if like, a kid wanted to watch it, I'd watch it with them. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, it's, yeah. it really wasn't that bad. Yeah, really, yeah. Laughing at the plot is really fun because the plot was ridiculous. It, it, it really was ridiculous. And it was just uh, very cookie cutter. I mean, it was yes. tr- put your hand in a in a hat and draw out any, you know, normal uh, stereotypical plot line of a movie. Yes. You know, yes. yeah, it was that. Um, my Was your favorite part also when uh, um, Sylvester thought he found Michael Jordan? Like, oh, OK. So, <laughs> I mean, I feel like that was one thing. For some reason, my mind let me fool me for just a half second. Just a little bit of me thought, oh, this may actually be Michael Jordan. But I think we could all see that coming from a mile away. That was going to be Michael B. Jordan. Yeah, yeah. It was a decent role. It was was pretty fun. Um, Uh, But, oh, the rap battle. Notorious. In the middle of the game. Yeah. Yes. Which wasn't even really a rap battle, was it? It was just. It wasn't. He just rapped. The pig and and got a bunch of points. Yeah, exactly. Oh, oh, let's talk about how you get points in this game. You. Yeah, you get style points. Anything to get points. Yeah. As long as it looks cool. Yeah. And then you just rack up style points. Yeah. And 
anything you do can also be stopped. Like they can literally move the goal. Yes. They yeah. moved the goal to yeah. make you miss. Which I don't and think that was actually technically legal according to, uh, you know, right. Dom's game, but they're not no, playing no, Dom's, it game, Dom's anymore game anymore. By nope. Then. Yeah. Nope. It was no longer Dom's game. Which um, can uh, I, I need to mention my favorite part of the movie yes. or my favorite line was, I can't remember which part this was in, but LeBron was pretty much trying to tell Don Cheadle, Al G, what to do. And oh, yeah. Al G hit him back with, you're trying to tell me what to do. He's like, who do you think I am? Your coach. <laughs> that was the best line in the movie. Yes. Give yes. Don Cheadle an Oscar for that. And I hope he yes. improv that. I think, I think what I love was, when, um, you know, there's always that one line that triggers the, the character's realization. And it was mm-hmm. like, I forgot what it said. So I think it was something about fun. And then he realized he was just holding his son back. Yes. Yeah. He was like, just gotta let him play. Yeah. And he looks over. He's like, Hey, Hey, I'm sorry, son. It's just like, what? Like, exactly. I love these moments. Uh, that's about Bugs Bunny sacrificing himself. Yes. Yeah. Um, before we get into that, we do need to make the observation that, yeah, so the plots moved from where LeBron being hard on his son didn't want him to let play video games. Oh, and if you're going to step out on that court, I don't care if it's your home court, literally in your backyard and you're with your brother and you just want to play around. No, there's none of that. You got a ball in your hand. You're on my court. You're going to play serious because you're going to be great. But we then learn it's not all about being great and hard nose. Sometimes you just, you just got to have fun. You know what? Yes. LeBron took a page out of the Mike Boonholzer coaching playbook. <laughs> go play fun. Go play random. Go do that Looney Tunes stuff. I wanted to text yeah. you that earlier when you sent me that. That's great. We, uh, I'm glad you that. saved it. I'm Thank glad you, you saved it. <laughs> they, they covered a, what was it, a thousand to 30 or something like that? Yes, they score? scored like a thousand points in the second half. Maybe more than <laughs> that. Eight, they got 897 in like three moves. Yes. And a rap. Yeah. <laughs> and suddenly it was a game. And yeah. then they came down to one play where they were going to make the game glitch. Also, let's talk about the fact that everybody was going to be kidnapped by watching a game. He was going to delete the world. Yeah, that's crazy. Well, was gonna... <laughs> well, all the Looney Tunes were going to get deleted and everybody else was just going to stay in that world. Oh, that's right. That's right. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. With yeah. no Looney Tunes. Yeah. 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 And my question, my thought was, I feel like half these kids don't even know Looney Tunes are. I don't feel like they care, bro. No, they don't. Okay. Yeah. So that's been a big conversation too in this whole movie. It was like, um, who are you going after with this? Cause there's not much of a draw for the kids as in, they don't even really know who the Looney Tunes are. Do kids nowadays know who Bugs Bunny is? I don't think so. And then for the adults, it's just, Oh, we're going to, I don't know. How do you balance that? What do you do with it? Yeah. I don't, yeah. I don't understand what they really, I don't know. Like if the kids really would have cared. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It was very, quite interesting quite interesting setup and then they had to do the what was it cross cross step back look is that lebron's signature move or something that's i feel like that's low-key his move like you know when he's when you can tell he's not about when he dribbles for the 24 seconds 23 seconds and then he yeah. like goes to the side hits that side three that is true that is yeah, true. yeah i guess it is kind of his move a little bit yeah that a little bit of sofrito to it though they put a little sofrito on it ain't yeah. lie. yeah but then yeah. suddenly bugs bunny mastered it because in the time because <laughs> like, i'm gonna do lebron's yeah. like i'm gonna do it and i was like no dad 
Yeah. And I'm like, Dom, this is your fault anyway. You should, I feel like you should be the one to do it, to be honest. But yeah. that was, you're the son, so you can't do that. I'm sorry. You, mm-hmm. you can't do that. But I don't know. But then the homie Bugs just steals the inbound. And like, everybody, no, Bugs. And Bugs like, I got it, Doc. Yeah. And well, then, he executed the move, but it was a very short air ball. Very it short. Was very I, guess, short. I don't think it made it halfway. <laughs> <laughs> and then they had to, they re, I was kind of happy that they reinvented the, the Jordan stretch dunk. And I also like the fact that Cheadle, like they planned for it and they had algae rhythm, like grab LeBron's arm so he couldn't do the stretch dunk. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's right. That's <laughs> right. That. He like, came and jumped oh, on they top planned of for this. him. Yeah. yeah. He literally <laughs> tackled him midair. How, how did the ball go in? I can't remember that. How- Bro, they got the, they sent the double, uh, Dom threw a threw a jump pad at him. So then LeBron got another jump, and then oh, that's right, yeah. that's right, yeah, yeah. that's right. And then yeah. he posterized Algie because where you can get posterized in yeah. this thing, and mm-hmm. Algie rhythm got deleted. So I guess the internet's also deleted. I don't know how how deep Algie had gotten to this. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't I don't get know that either. because what are the real world ramifications of deleting an AI that just controlled everyone? I feel like the internet's gone. It has to be rebuilt, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think so. so. I mean, if we wiped out Watson, well, where we would be did, right now, the IBM Watson. Did LeBron technically crash the entire world stock market by deleting, by getting algorithm deleted? No, because didn't that, didn't it just work for uh, Warner Brothers? Oh, you know what? I think you're right. Yeah. I think you're right. It was just a Warner Brothers content creator. You're right. You're right. Okay. So the, the end of how the world sad is, is that, bro? Can, can, how, can, can we talk about that? Why does Warner Brothers have to build a whole freaking artificial intelligence just to come up with new content? I mean, they pretty much left the Looney Tunes in the past. They could have used them some more and made the movie That's more relevant before it actually came out. That is but a no, fact, though. Yeah. I would watch. I would watch some new Looney Tunes for sure. Yeah, I rock with yeah. the Looney Tunes heavy. But you know the weird thing with me and the Looney Tunes, I still rock with the old art style more than like I don't like them being looking too new. Oh, that's the other thing. Oh, the like, the real life model Looney Tunes. What do you think about it? It wasn't as scary as I thought it'd be, mm-hmm. but I never want to see it again. At the same time, yeah. I see. It didn't bother me. I actually preferred it because it made it made it more real. It matched up. It looking, matched yeah, up. it matched up. Yeah. But um, yeah, my buddy who I was watching with, he wasn't a fan of it. He'd mm-hmm. rather them stay yeah. as the tunes. So yeah, if I'm gonna watch the, like a Looney Tunes thing, I want the old style. But if I'm just gonna watch like this, I'm fine with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Oh, well, what? So the real question is LeBron versus Jordan. Who was the better actor? I don't know, man. Because my adult eyes know Jordan wasn't good in that. My grown up eyes know he wasn't good. But my childhood, I still see him in Space Jam and still like it. See, I did not. I didn't watch Space Jam that long ago. Um, the Jordan one. I've seen it pretty recently and I know it wasn't good. It's not good, bro. That's the that's the thing people don't want to say, bro. Yeah. The original Space Jam as an adult is not very good. No, it's not. But the soundtrack was banging. Mm-hmm. But I mean, that children. was new. But and two, that was revolutionary. Yes, too back yes, then. I mean, we hadn't seen that since like Mary Poppins. You know, where <laughs> where real life is interacting with uh, cartoon characters. Yes. But uh, I, I guess I'll give the edge to LeBron and the acting. I'm not saying the acting was good, but MJ wasn't that good of an actor either. 
Right, yeah. right. Um, I saw some funny comments on Reddit. Be like, oh, the whole movie's one big commercial. And people are like, you know the first Space Jam movie, one big commercial, right? Yeah. And like, no, it wasn't. Like, bro, there's literally a segment in it where Jordan has to go back to Earth to get his shoes. Yeah. And I'm like, that did happen. Yeah. <laughs> but I think the first one had the advantage of having Bill Murray in it. Ah, it did. I forget. I forget. Bill Murray was in that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Bill. Bill was out there. Bill came to cook. Bill yeah. came to Toon World to cook, man. <laughs> he did. He did. Um, right. I, I think they should have um, involved. I don't know. I, I like if I had to pick one or two. I prefer one because just because I like the dynamic of actually having Charles Barkley, Muggsy Bones, yeah. like they were in yeah. the plot better. You know, they were. We, we got with Yo, them more. Watching yeah. them, watching Charles get pumped by them kids because he couldn't ball no more. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, you ain't no Charles Barkley. Yeah. Get out of here. <laughs> he, was so, he was so sad. He was. He was. But no, I do like the, I do think the original had a better plot for the basketball situation for sure. It, I, and it was honest, less contrived. Is that yeah, a, a word? Right. To I think say? that's fair. Yeah, because yeah, this fair. was a real push hard. Like this they forced was, this one. They really they forced did. it. And I, I'll give them a little bit of a tip of the hat to say they did. They got more creative than I thought yes. they would with it. Yes, at the same yes. time, it, I appreciate it didn't that. work. I didn't like it. <laughs> yeah, it's like I appreciate them taking chances, but it's also like, ah, yeah. didn't hit like that. <laughs> but I think someone's argument was kids today are more in tune with the internet than anything else. So it may mm-hmm. have made sense to them. Like that's that might be fair. Yeah. But, but also overall, I don't buy any of that BS, bro, of like this kid cannot create a freaking video game. But like just you know, it showed like the little ways he did it. Like he's on the all-star, he's got his phone and he attached the camera he made himself. I'm like, yes. bro, this dude like should be in Honestly, Harvard bro, right now. Like, why are we yeah, honestly <laughs> like LeBron? was failing that kid so badly. I'm like, bro, yes. you can do this. You need to, the basketball should be the least of his focus. Exactly. That's that, the whole time I just kept thinking, LeBron's not a good parent. I mean, I know it's, it's just, yeah, I know. Yeah, in the movie, but, yeah, yeah, the whole time it was, like, it was terrible parents. Yeah, it was exactly. horrendous parenting, dog. Yes. You have a ball play. You have one kid with a ball play and another like computer genius. Yeah, exactly. At worst case, you need to get him into like stats and stuff. Yeah. And make, <laughs> if you want to get him in sports that way. Exactly. Not even on the court. Exactly. <laughs> um, You know what else I didn't buy? was at the end when LeBron took his son to the E3 camp. Yes. For gaming. Mm-hmm. At no point did he look out the window to see the direction he was going in. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> How you get surprised at camp, bro? Yeah. Uh, and um, also, did he bring any of his gaming supplies to camp or did he just bring a bunch of gym shorts and stuff? Exactly. That's oh, and the ball. And the ball. Yeah, it's and like, the ball. Here, you, ball? And he, oh, no, yeah, I'll keep like, it with me. I'll keep what it. are you going to do? What are you going to do with that ball? There's, no hoop like, at, there's definitely not a basketball hoop at E3 court. Exactly. At E3, the E3 convention. Exactly. Ain't no and way. He, and he doesn't pass as somebody who's going to sit and work on his dribbling, too. Um, no, In, in no, his dorm no. room or whatever. Absolutely not. Yeah. Absolutely not. Yeah. yeah. But overall, fun movie in spite of our jokes. A fun. It's a fun watch. Yeah. It yeah. Fun watch. Uh, spoiler alert to Bugs Bunny. I mean, I knew they were going to bring Bugs Bunny back. And when he said, I'm a tune, we don't die. But at the same time, deleting is different than dying, bro. If you get deleted, you're yeah, deleted. You gone. You you're gone. gone. Yeah. That's a fact. Yeah. So, Yo, I mean, that that was that was a plot. That was the a whole other question. How he get to Earth, Earth? Do you yeah, Bugs. Yeah. Yeah. Bugs uh, just showed up on Earth. I don't know. 
Yeah. And then he brought all the homies. He was like, exactly. the homies here too. Yeah. We're gonna stay at the crib. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. You know why? You know why, Levi? The power of family. Ah. The power of family. Man. You're right. It's the power of family. <laughs> it was the Looney Tunes family. <laughs> that was a cute little thing. I did feel bad for Bugs when he was missing his family. And Me too. uh yeah. So yeah. I was yeah, glad they got the game uh, back together for him. Yeah. But yeah, uh, I guess that wraps it up today. This is fun. <laughs> oh, ET at the movies. Did is this true? Was was there really a graphic of LeBron when he was on the sideline of Game Five, and it showed the Rotten Tomato score of Space Jam? Apparently so. Yeah, Disney <laughs> was not playing. Disney did not care. I love the Disney, Disney. Uh, Warner Media salt warner brothers yeah. media disney, salt there disney i love like, it it was like oh yeah because you know it beat it beat black widow oh Lee, it took number one spot in my black box widow. office it did okay yeah, yeah. so that so explains disney that had explains to throw, they had throw some shade they throw i like shade. that can we see more of that i mean not just on him i'm I just saying so. of everybody i like the uh cross any, I like the any <laughs> act like just to pull up some jack to some bad jack nicholas numbers during the lakers game one day yeah Yes, yes. Like some bad <laughs> yes. Jack Nicholas numbers. Spot of celebrity. Up, you know throws, I want yeah. it for all this. Um, I'm with yes, it. throw shade at everybody. Yeah. See Patrick Mahomes <laughs> put the Super Bowl score up. Like, yeah. see, just this random shade towards any and every celebrity possible. I like that. Please. I like that. Yeah, I'm here for it. Well, ladies yeah. and gentlemen, I think that wraps it up. Thank you for attending NT at the movies. Um, dang, we didn't outro the regular pod at all. Do what? Oh, well. We didn't ask for the regular pot at all. Oh, I thought this was all going to be in it. Oh, we can't all be in it, can it? That's right. Yeah, yeah it's going to be, be one, long, one yeah. long pod. You're yeah. welcome, I'm America. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. You're welcome. Like the man one-on-one videos. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Appreciate y'all. Have a nice week. We will see you. Maybe when we see you, the finals will be yeah. over. I'll still be going on. Maybe. I don't know if, if the games that happens, we'll definitely do an emergency pick and pod before that for sure. So yeah, yeah, you know, we will if, if we, we get will. to a game seven. I think game seven is supposed to be Friday night. I think. Yeah, which tomorrow? Yeah, tomorrow's game six. Yeah, yeah. So Friday. Yeah. Well, yeah. thank you all for listening. Share. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Um, mm-hmm. and remember, follow. Nothing can defeat family. Subscribe. Yes. And subscribe. Yeah. For family. For the power of family. Put down those video game kids. That's right. If you want to be great. Ha, 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 ha.